Bum. Okay. Hit it. We're hit it. We're live. We're live. Woo! What are you doing, dude? Hmm? Hmm? Oh. <laughs> you okay? What are you doing? Sniffing? Are you going for a line there? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Man, only. Hey, yeah. Before we start, I wanted to, and I I want I want to talk to you about something. Oh. And um, this uh. morning, so we always trade like memes or videos or whatever. But today you sent me a link and it was a 30 minute video that was like, hey, do you have 30 minutes to do nothing? Watch this. And I'm at work, you know, but on the way home, I started to watch it and it was around the most random thing, which was like neighborhood HOAs and a lot of the unfairness of unruly HOAs. Was this what you meant to send me? I just want to make sure. It is, but it goes into – they drop the story altogether, and then it goes into Chuck E. Cheese, like a big yeah. rant about Chuck E. Cheese and the history of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? So, so okay, so let me tell you what happened to me. I I, I was promised, and I texted you. I was like, I'm going to listen to this on my way home. So that's what I did. Okay. And uh, as I'm driving, I'm learning more and more about – these random stories of these HOA, you know, home organizations that are, you know, these unreasonable fines and the most ridiculous reasons to find people. And as I'm driving, I'm getting madder and madder and madder. <laughs> you know, just doing random burnouts <laughs> in random people's neighborhoods, just like they look like they got an well, HOA. Light them up. Ow! Yeah, yeah. And and so I'm getting there, and I and I notice myself getting mad. I'm on the freeway at this point. You're like and I'm white like, knuckling uh, in, and in traffic. Yes. <laughs> And so I was like, I had to turn it off. And so the funny part is I turned it off right about the 22-minute mark. I'm surprised I went that long. Okay. But I, so I didn't see the, the Chuck E. Cheese ending. Damn it. So now I got to go back and watch you it. You got to go back and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, it gets a little okay. lengthy. But it starts off with HOAs, and then it flips into Chuck E. Cheese, which is kind of like the way my brain works. <laughs> very random and quirky, but it's very funny. Anyway, you'll have to yeah. take my word for it. So will everybody listening because they have – no idea what we're talking about. No, not at all. Decided to randomly bring up a random thing, yeah. which is our whole show in a nutshell. Welcome to another episode yes. of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Uh, episode what, Mike? Episode six hundred forty. Uh, yeah, it's exactly four, what it is. Six hundred four sixty. We're on. We're on seventy six, my friend. Seventy six. Seventy six. Seventy six. So, uh, and by the way, Miles, what I will do. I'm going to put that Chuck E. Cheese video in the show notes so anybody sure. can just take a sure, look sure, and go sure. for it. Yeah, but all right, <laughs> let's get back into it, guys. Again, thank you for being here, guys. Uh, this is the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Uh, on this episode, we learned that the Nissan Leaf is being phased out of production. Kind of a surprise there, I think. Also, uh, we're going to be sharing uh, a show with you that you should be checking out on TV. And later... Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, which is coming up here, is affectionately known as Black Friday, and uh, we're going to share with you some online specials that will save you some money with your project. Uh, and also, we've got some gift ideas uh, that you can have for the avid Nissan enthusiast in your life. So, or you can this- buy your own stuff. And we're, buy- we we uh, we we don't joke. We don't pass judgment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, guys. Again, join us. Uh, This is the Nissan Nerd Podcast. (laughs) 
Look at Ow! you, man. You're starting to compile a little early, buddy. Hey, it's Thanksgiving, it. baby. It's, that's <laughs> I'm giving thanks. <laughs> you, you bring up a good point, though, Thank man, you. because you're right. It's it's the day after the it's the day before Thanksgiving. We're essentially, when do you think the holiday season starts? Is it after Halloween ends, or is it like right now? Like, you know, what I mean, it depends it's, if it's a weekday or a weekend. I know that sounds weird, but it all if we're talking about the way we are in Western society, especially here in the U.S. Okay. All the the holiday buying starts the night of Halloween. It used to be a couple days after, yep. but no. It's like I literally can go to a store like Target or something like that on Halloween. You try to go buy something at 8 o'clock at night on a Halloween, it's already off the shelf, baby. It, it, they are in full Christmas gear. I'm Mariah Carey. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the DJs at the radio stations have that Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. They got it right there, and they're right like, there. at 10 o'clock on the dot of the yep. 31st of October, bam, they drop it, dude. And that's just how they do. <laughs> because why? Because all they care about is our money. That's it. All they want is to sell us crap. So, Oh, man. But, you know, for us car guys and us car people, it just it feeds the, the addiction that we need, which is car parts. So, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with it's not too bad. Which yeah. is why we're giving thanks uh, for exactly. Thanksgiving. Uh, um, is there – so it's the night before Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people uh, will begin cooking food for Thanksgiving the night before, yeah. the day before. Um, what's happening? And all, of our, and all of our single listeners who are in a the garage, they're, uh, they're heating up that, uh, the that Thanksgiving hungry man <laughs> in the, in the, the building the foil off away in a little bit tomorrow. But hey, bro. That little cellophane top. I've been there before. They're just they gotta get that. that they gotta pull that top just right. So, <laughs> well, yeah, so you know what? I did it once or twice when I was a single dude back mm -hmm. when I was just living alone, and I'd be like, "All right, give thanks. Let's go back to car parts. Go car back parts. to uh, building engines." So yeah, just curious though. But nowadays, I know obviously not to put you, not to share too much about you, but I mean, obviously, you are a family man now. <sighs> um, <sighs> The your better half uh, isn't much of a meat lover as it is, or would you say? I don't want to. Is no, is the whole family is vegan. I get to eat meat from time to time, so but I have yeah. to hide it all over the house. So it's like it's usually when we go hang out, we'll do car work, and then you're like, "Hey, let's go to that barbecue spot down the street." That's that's yeah. what it happens, yeah. man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for snitching me out, but um, oh. yeah, I want to give thanks to uh, to you for never snitching me out for eating meat. Oh. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it's uh, no, it is what it is. But you know, like I've had like tofurkey. I don't know if That's you know what, what I was that is. Like, what is it? What's the what's the smells like going happening in your house? It tastes right like now? everything. Like, if if you can take a whopper and like have that smell of smoke, and they're not cooking with with grilled smoke, you're like, how do they pull that off? The exact same evil. <laughs> diabolical flavors and scents can be added to a piece of tofu. To make it smell like turkey. So, yes. It's just the same. What a time to be alive. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, the things they can pull off with uh, with uh, tofurkey, as you said. Oh, yeah. Well, what is it like? You know, it's a Thanksgiving episode. We, we got, obviously, we're going to be talking about cars and car parts yes, and everything yes. here tonight. But, like, what is a, I mean, 
what is and some everybody's going to say the same thing. If you say turkey, get out. But everybody knows you got to have turkey. You got to have that. But what do you have to have for Thanksgiving in in your house that makes it feel like Thanksgiving? For me, um, aside from the turkey, um, it's the desserts, man. The pie, pecan pie. That's sort of a Texas oh. thing, I think. Pecan you think pie so? with some, I think. Uh, with a, a scoop of ice cream, and I'll usually heat up that pecan pie, man. Just that nice. You're kind of done. Maybe you've done. You know, you kind of had this food come up. Maybe you're coming out of it for just a split second, and then you'll just sit down with that 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 slice it's of right pie. Right here. The, it's all right. Uh, the oh, top it's just part. resting on it's your just gut. Resting there. on top of yeah. the turkey that you already had. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. So we'll dig into that, and then for me, uh, being a football fan as well, I'll watch a good football game, hopefully, and oh, enjoy that really? slice of pie. You know, that's probably me. Anyway, I think that's that's the topper. You know, to to the day you just kind of have that food coma for half, well, second half of the day. You know. All right. Yeah. yeah. The I would say tamales for me. Ooh. It's like if you can't, and tamales is a hard thing to get. Like you can always find a slice of pie yeah. randomly anywhere, but to get tamales, especially like. A, a recent a, a decent tamale is usually yeah. like an issue so you have to like it's like the one thing you kind of have to pre-plan like you have to like put in your orders like two weeks in advance yes you got to stand outside of the tamale place for like i don't know four hours sometimes but that's why you send the abuelita and you just <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, it, it's funny you mentioned that too, because yes, I've got some cousins that will will will, will build. They'll be up to like two a.m., three a.m. with the lights you either, on. Every, you either every commit light to building your own, or yeah. you send, or you send a family member out to go get them. That's a big one for me for Christmas. So I'm actually looking forward to that. See, I switch. Yeah, Thanksgiving is always tamales. Christmas is always like I don't know, like turkey and, and ham. Really? And stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's just that's cool. But I get you know what though. I mean, let's be realistic here. We're doing tamales on both, right? So it is. What it is. Yeah, yeah, we're doing during lunch break and everything. <laughs> we do them every day <laughs> around yeah. here, you know. Nothing yeah, will put yeah. weight on you faster than tamales. So, yeah. It's the truth, man. It is the truth for sure. <laughs> Masa and like, yeah, that's all it really is. So we won't it's get delicious. into that. This is it's not heaven. a cooking show. So let's yeah. move on. But, um, yeah, let's do a little catch up here. So I know we got Thanksgiving kind of coming up. Um, what did you uh, recently get into here? Oh, dude. Um, so last weekend, finally putting the 370Z in the air, which is the latest purchase. The right? newly Getting... purchased 370Z. So you're yeah. you're inspecting the purchase that you finally committed to. You threw the money down. Yes. Now you're like, what did I buy? So I, only, I can only do so much when you're in a park gas station parking lot trying to inspect yeah. this car, right? So True. you're kind of doing a quick flashlight type of thing. Now I got the car two feet off the ground. I've got the wheels off. I'm looking at everything. Like, what's yeah. what does it need? What's good? What's bad? So uh, that was what I was doing uh, this last weekend here. So, you know, the car is a, for for the age that it is it looks beautiful. I mean, it's just the paint and you know de- decent condition. You know, the one thing I noticed with this car was just the underside, just the s- suspension arms, the the subframes, just dirty. 15, nearly 15 years of road grime and, and all this stuff, you know, and for me, I was like, I got to do something about this. So I'm over there with all the name, the cleaner, whatever was in my garage. I used it all. And then Dude, I have this it's little Black power Friday. Washer. You should be investing in a uh, steamer. 
Well, I'm telling you, uh, the steamers yeah. work, bro. I'm telling you, like people That's... don't know if you're still sleeping on a steamer for your wheel wells. I'm yeah. telling you, get woke, man. A, a steamer <laughs> on the and you just pop off your wheels and you just steam the crap out of everything. It all just melts off and falls off. Do it outside. Don't do it in your garage or do it underneath the pan. Mm-hmm. Like one of those big aluminum pans you can pick up at O'Reilly's or AutoZone. Yep. Dude, it, it it changes everything on that wheel well. Unless you got some bastard undercoated the whole side of your, then you're right. screwed. But This one wasn't bad. I mean, it was all, there wasn't any type of undercoating that wasn't aftermarket nice. or nothing like that. It's all original. But I did go in with a power washer after all that cleaner. I got it to a point. You know, it, it looks like it's five you years. You can sleep at night. Years, you can hold right? your head up high. Well, now I can. Yes, I mean, I now I got to do the rear subframe, which will be another day. But uh, I feel so much better. That's just one of the things I'm doing. This two out of four. That's not bad. That's all right. Getting there, getting there. So it's just one more step to making this car mine, where I feel like it's something that I've actually put my hands on. You know, yeah. That's what I got to do. You know. Well, good. How about you? How about you, man? Uh, Oh, you were doing some cleaning as well, weren't you? Man, all I'm. You know me. I have an addiction for buying bolts and brackets and stuff for cars that I own. Cause I, I send stuff off to like CAD plate and powder coat and I just like to have it on the shelf. So I, when I'm assembling stuff, I don't have downtime and I just grab stuff or I'm putting together, I'm reassembling an engine for somebody like a VG or something like that. And I can just grab it all off the shelf and yes. I send massive amounts of stuff to CAD plating. And then occasionally I sell it out like on eBay on, on the, on the sly. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's what I did. I basically, I, I invested in like two ultrasonic cleaners. I should have waited till Black Friday, but I mm-hmm. bought some big, massive ultrasonic cleaners and I ran them through a tumble and I got a order that's going out. So it was just kind of sitting in the garage, cleaning stuff with, uh, with uh, toothbrushes and, you know, that, I mean, it, we've all been there. So, yeah. and then uh, sending stuff out to a local vapor blaster. And for those that don't know, again, if you're sleeping on vapor blasting for alloy stuff, get on it. Like find yourself, whoever's got an, a vapor blast and mm-hmm. befriend them, buy them tamales. Cause I'm telling <laughs> you that is, that's a game changer. And you, I mean, unless you got a Lumicast stuff, like Lumicast paint stuff, which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I call it a Craigslist rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> if you need to do that, um, you can. And I, I recommend something called Seymour Lumicast, especially for like mid-90s Nissan alloy cast upper plenums. That stuff that has a little silica and it's just hard to match it. Mm-hmm. That Seymour's Lumicast paint spray, the silver that's on there. That is the best match that I've ever seen. If you need to do a rattle can job, um, that mm-hmm. works for like your SRs, your your Z32s with the big gigantic massive plenums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think any all the SR20s that are straight line side sideways, like your mm-hmm. like your BE13s, that stuff. All I mean, if you even heads, like if you want to kind of make the heads look good, yeah. all the aluminum heads that were coming out that time period, dude, mm-hmm. that is the bomb right there. But if you if you want like it to look amazing, vapor blasting, I'm telling you. So nice, man. Yeah, anyway. I our 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 buddy's got that that blaster, man. We'll have to. I might have. Some oh, I already have. I have a whole. I have a truck bed ready to party. <laughs> so the moment he tells me it's up, it's like, hey, here you go. It's like having Boom. a lift and an engine puller. You become everybody's best friend. Oh so, yeah. yeah, instantly like that. Yeah, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. So yeah, man. Well. Um, to tell you what, man, um, let's get into the confi, man. You want to? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the party honors? out. 
Go for it. Um, yeah, so uh, this is our Compi section of our episode. Uh, this is where we give, of course, thanks for being here because it is Thanksgiving. Um, anything you'd like to tell us, please post it in the comment section below. We'll, we'll go ahead and bring it up here during the show. And we see you out there. We want to let you know that. And we will share some of your comments throughout the show. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just start the Compi right now. Um, we do our Compi here, and this is a salute to those of the Nissan family whom we wish good health and of those we may have lost, may we be reminded of them often. I want to give a little shout by, but um, do we have any shout outs or acknowledgements that we got to do before we do our compi? We've got one. We've got one. So in the last week here, um, there was a post made from our good friend. And uh, man, not only is he a, a Nissan and Datsun pioneer, but from the automotive industry as a whole, hmm? a, a pioneer. Uh, talking we're talking about. about <laughs> we're talking, of course, about Peter Brock. And uh, oh, BR, yeah. uh, BRE legend fame, uh, thus the shirt I brought, the, I brought, I'm wearing my BRE shirt just to, 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 <laughs> Give to a pay my own personal touch, you know, not only was he in, involved with Dotson, uh, of course he is known, uh, to be a, with the, the Carol Shelby crowd, uh, during the whole Ford Ferrari, uh, war. And, um, even before that, man, split window Corvette, this guy has been, he's had his hand in so many things from such a young age, man. He's a legend, man. I, I, it's so hard. You know, I've ran it. We've been able to meet him on occasion and it's like, I, I want to like fan out and like be a fanboy around him and ask him <laughs> questions and things. But I'm like, nah, I guess that I'm like, I just want to treat him. He's just a regular guy, you know? So I'm always just really low key with him, And I, I, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to put myself on blast. You know, when I see him, be like, be like that guy around him. You know, so I'm always. Uh, like, we've, yeah. You know, I remember when we saw him last time. You pulled up a Carol Shelby book just to kind of <laughs> razz him, and you asked him to sign it. And what did he tell you? No, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was there. That was Ion. Ion had the book. I'm next to him. It's a Carol Shelby book, but of course, obviously, in the book, Peter Brock is mentioned, and we're. He, we're asking Peter Brock to sign this this Carol Shelby book, and in in the signature, Peter Brock writes, "Don't believe a word." Peter Brock, it was it was amazing. It was so good. It was such like such an awesome thing, man. But a great guy, of course. He turns eighty seven. Uh, this he turned eighty seven this week. So yeah, um, I, I found sketches that he did. And this was like years ago before he, we we he actually kind of came back out into the public eye. And I had these like sketches that he drew of like the Bonneville cars and stuff like that. And when I mm. took them to him, he's like, how did you get these? And I was like, eBay, man. And he was, uh, he just <laughs> laughed. He was like, Jesus. He goes, I forgot all about these. And apparently he did a ridiculous amount of sketches. And I just happened to pick them up with some Shelby guy that had just a bunch of them. And, um, and it was a bulk. I wouldn't say a lot. It was like four or five. You saw him. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, wow. He said, that's really cool. I was like, all right, well, thank you. And he was just a super nice guy to talk to. And yes. dude, he is a precise driven machine when it comes to like all the engineered stuff. I had a chance to kind of look through some of his books that he had. He had on display mm -hmm. and, and he was talking about like, you know, at the time they were trying to make all these advancements for the Datsun. Um, and, you know, what was the, the details? Uh, what were the things that were going to give them a winning success? Like, you know, switching to nylon bolts, uh, uh, to nylon um, nuts, you know, not the actual nuts themselves, but there would be 
um, you know, at the top, I forget the terminology for them, but, um, you know, they would keep from, from backing out while they were the track. Self-locking. Locking Self-locking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, like little small stuff like that and all his notes, it was like crazy. And, um, you know, nowadays it's like standard on some of this stuff, but back then, yeah. you know, these are the things that were putting guys down, you know, putting them in the pits. And it was just that little bit of advantage that was like giving them the winning edge for so long. So, yeah. Just cool. nerd, you know, we can talk about this all. We can make this a whole damn episode, but yeah, it was just very cool. But yes, <laughs> a tribute is deserved by this uh, to this man. So for sure, man. Uh, let's put him up in the air, man. We haven't uh, officially done the kanpai here. Let's do it to Peter Brock. Kanpai, join us, guys. Hmm. Turn in eighty-seven. All right. Mm-hmm. Hope we didn't put him on blast. We should have said fifty-seven. But, all uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, all right. Yeah. Uh, this is our Nissan News episode, guys. We're going to keep it a little short today because we're going to nerd out on Black Friday and Thanksgiving stuff. But again, we always want to make sure we're talk- covering news. Uh, this is where we each scour the internet and share an article that we like regarding Nissan, Dots, and Infinity articles. Um, and these articles are sourced, of course, from official newsrooms and from other media that we find at large. So the uh, first one goes out to uh, Mike. Now you were dropping some uh, Nissan Leaf news. What's going on? I did. I did. Um, so in the last, um, you know, as we're doing this research, it never, it seems like, especially this year, there have been a number of Nissan models that have, have have a reputation. They've been long enough to establish a reputation like the Maxima, right? That's been uh, discontinued. We've heard that the Titan is going to be uh, discontinued. Now another one is being phased out. Not discontinued yet, but it is on its way. And, and that is the, the Nissan Leaf. Um, I've got the article here. I'm going to share my screen. This comes from Yahoo Autos. Um, the Nissan Leaf, you know, originally released in 2010, uh, has been one of the most affordable EVs uh, available. And now what Nissan is doing, it's it's shifting its focus to the Aria and other future EV offerings. So uh, the Leaf is come is finding its way out probably within the next two years. Um, this kind of changes some things around a little bit, at least until further notice, until we hear something. Uh, so just to give you an idea, the Nissan Leaf. Uh, sells for about $27,000. It's a very affordable EV car. Um, it is, is being, essentially, the focus is shifting to the Aria. And it, although it does give you uh, a, a, a larger driving range, you know, more charge, it is, the, the Aria is more performance oriented versus economical. Uh, that being said, the Aria sells at its base at $43,000, and premium versions of the Aria go to $60,000. So what we're seeing is this transition of the Leaf going away uh, at this at this really nice price point, and uh, what we're seeing right now is a focus again to the Aria, which is essentially double what the what the what it what the Leaf is. So. Uh, that and because the Aria is not made in the United States, uh, for us in the U.S., we do not have the the tax benefit anymore. Uh, a lot of times, I'm sure you've you've heard we've I think we've spoken about this in the past, Miles, where if an EV is made, there is a tax credit 
that you can get uh, with your tax return. Because it, it was a hot thing for a minute. Definitely. I mean, uh, the Prius was doing it. The Leaf was doing it. I mean, it, it, it went across all the manufacturers for a hot minute. And then, um, yeah, because we were pushing green, green, green. And now it's uh, kind of just like, well, buy whatever the hell you want. No tax deduction <laughs> for you. No soup for you. Yeah. And uh, so, that's uh, that's what happened. So Yeah. It's it's really crazy, man. So what we're seeing is I consider it somewhat of a loss. You know, we're we're, we're losing this car model that's that um, has been so affordable, so practical, and it really is that entry point into changing the consumer's mind into EV. And it has been since 2010. And, and now we're now it's kind of coming to this point where it's like, okay, well, it's going to cost you more now, and there's no more rebate, and um, it's getting harder to to. Um, uh, there's fewer options. It's making it's making the EV available to fewer and fewer people over time. Is what this article is saying as well. Um, now there is mention that there is a, a they're saying that Nissan's focus was never to replace the Leaf with the Aria, but at least from a campaign, that's kind of what's happening right now. However, there is a new Nissan model that will be on its way, which will be the direct successor to the Leaf. There's been no mention of what that, sh- what that is yet, but there is another EV that will kind of fill the Leaf's shoes. But we don't know anything about you know what its capabilities are, and much less its price point. We don't know that at the moment. So... Um, for me personally, though, I mean, I hope this decision doesn't hurt Nissan. Uh, you know, again, right around this time where we're transitioning, we're trying to get the uh, mass consumers approval or buy-in to EVs, you know, going and making a car that's you know, <coughs> focusing on a car that's becoming more expensive. It's kind of adding more friction to that effort. So I, I hope it doesn't hurt us well. anyway. Let's talk about what consumers are kind of wanting. You know, everybody wants an EV, right? They want to, they want to, you know, get the cost benefit of the EV. And then also they still, I mean, Americans, we just want the SUVs when they broke in the nineties. I mean, they killed the Japanese supercar market pretty much (laughs) in a year. You know, everybody had to have the excursions, the expeditions and the explorers and then, um, you know, the, the suburbans, I mean, it, it, it literally just, it destroyed, it, it killed the market, right. For the mm-hmm. Japanese supercars. So, um, you know, uh, next best thing that, that was going to come up when these EVs hit, I mean, it's no real surprise, at least in the U S market that everybody wants an EV SUV. So mm. I, maybe, maybe it's not such a dark and gloomy cloud as you would think. I mean, the Araya, you know, especially what they're doing with the pole to pole right now is they're getting the marketing and they're getting the push right now. And if you haven't been following that, these guys are almost at the end of their completion of their tour of the pole to pole of the Araya. I will, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to pull focus, but again, this is just yeah. one of the things that is happening out there to draw attention to what the SUVs are capable of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but again, you know, are we taking are, are we shutting down a part of the market um, that maybe people are going to miss? You know, of That's, course, there's going to be a replacement, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like the Leaf was doing okay standing on its own. Yeah. Huh. Well, and that's it's fun. It's, it's something that you mentioned, too, is, you know, with these prices on EV, it seemed, they seem to be increasing at the moment, according you know the way this article was kind of stating it. But 
it one of the comments made in this article is that it seems as though EVs are now, are becoming to be still a uh, a luxury vehicle, more of a luxury vehicle. Um, makes sense. But it makes me think too is that Nissan has a luxury division which is infinity it's you know and it kind of got into a bigger topic to me which was you know have you seen these price points on these cars again forty three thousand yeah. dollars uh moving uh the Araya the uh is between uh what is it um forty three thousand dollar entry and mm -hmm. the premium versions of the aria can go up to sixty thousand dollars meanwhile there are other cars that such as yeah. the Armada that are going to up to $69,000. But you got to remember also too, I mean, look at the price of, and I'm going to bring them up just because they're, they started the kind of the market or they were, became the leaders, the Teslas. Teslas are crazy overpriced, you know, yeah. for what they are. And, uh, you know, but, um, you know, a lot of people, if you are keeping up with everything that's happening with the EV market, I mean, Honda is coming out hard. You know, like with mm -hmm. with their pricing point, they they're pushing luxury and that everybody's chasing the uh, the three hundred, you know, as far as the uh, the hours on these batteries and everything. That's like the yes. new thing. That's the what, range. and we talk yeah. about that from time to time through the Nissan news. You know, the I then now we also have the freaking truck market is kind of blowing up. You know, you've got Rivians who've been kind of um kind of coming hard at it you know going back to luxury there's lucid who's coming out of the woodwork and they're yeah. just like they're going nuts right now you know it's just everybody's mm -hmm. doing something like that and they are pushing that luxury you know i feel like it you know the infinity line would be something that i would definitely see them pushing ev but also you know if i was like companies like bmw and mercedes i'd be sweating a little bit you know yeah well, that's true. I mean, uh, there has been a lot of information from Infinity. Essentially, they are doing this uh, renaissance of themselves where they are pivoting to be this almost a purely EV. I don't want to – I'm paraphrasing, but uh, a lot of the models that, that they're working on with Infinity is EV only. It's, it is getting there. The question I had, though, too, is at where is – from a dollar perspective – where is the line between paying for a Nissan and paying for an Infinity? Like, um, well, I, I feel like Nissan and Infinity, and this is just my opinion, um, they, they've definitely separated themselves as, as two separate businesses, you know, obviously, yes. you know, at yes. this point. Um, and you can kind of see that in everything that the way they operate, everything that the way they earn. I mean, we did this back when COVID was kind of coming around and there was a really bad year for Nissan. Of course, a lot of things are going on out of their control, but Applied infinity, you know, infinity was the, was in the green really good hmm. <laughs> comparatively to Nissan at that particular time. Now it's, it's, it's leveled off and it's, it's definitely a, a different story, but you know, Nissan came up with this really um, huge, plan and, and you know at the time they had to um and they were already ahead of the curve before everything kind of came around with covid and, and we had the shutdown and the lockdown or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. and so they were at this advantageous position through sheer luck to uh of they were already making changes as a business and here they are they set themselves set, set themselves up to slingshot from this really horrible position to a, a pretty strong position very quickly so that was uh that was very advantageous for them at that time but mm -hmm. infinity basically kind of just 
wrote it out this this success but then the market's changing so now they have to kind of come up with this new potential um ad, <laughs> a, a potential new plan as well which makes yeah. sense yeah. so yeah you're right i mean what you know you've got nissan and infinity two yeah. different co- two different companies essentially that are yeah. thinking of two different plans so have you got anything from infinity of what's happening in their house right now <laughs> well you know it's funny you mentioned that too because Man, every time we do a podcast, we're, we're studying, we're doing the research. I go to the Infinity Newsroom every time to look for the latest information from them directly. And it's uh, as of late, I mean, and I'm for sure, I'm sure for those who, who listen to the podcast often is that we haven't really mentioned a lot with Infinity because There's not no a lot's news. coming out. Nothing that really has real significance when it comes to actual, this is what we're coming out with. You know, it's, yeah. it's always somewhat of a... Uh, PR article on price point on something, but, but, um, in terms of the efforts, I know it's, I know it's in progress, but, uh, uh at least on my radar, it hasn't any type of actual detail. Uh, it, it's been a while since, since I've seen that. Um, but yeah, again, like you mentioned, like there's a lot of, from a price perspective, there's like this overlap, this bleed through between what is a Nissan and what is an infinity because you have your entry-level infinities and then you have your premium nissans and they can be right about the same dollar dollar you know point the same price but um i don't know again uh looking at how much nissan wants for the for the aria by the way have you seen one of these vehicles on the street yet i i start to wonder about volume Yes. I have not seen the Aria in on the streets of San Antonio, Texas, just yet. I've actually been waiting for them to kind of come around so I can actually um, try to drive one. Um, so yeah. I was going to do maybe try to do a test drive, or hell, I mean, if 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 these ever come available for rental, I would uh, <laughs> I would <laughs> definitely be taking one of those suckers for uh, for an extended. Uh, time period and see uh, how it goes. You know, you know how we are. We always, every time we rent cars, we have an exclusive note that it only be <laughs> Nissans, and we 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 drive these cars cross country whenever we're doing anything for ourselves. So mm-hmm. um, that, that that is yeah. true, man. Yeah. So I mean, I think a lot of. I mean, just to sum up the article, though, I think a lot remains to be seen as to what is going to replace the Leaf. I'm really curious to figure out what that is and the price point. I want to make sure. I think this is a really important time in the automotive industry to have an affordable EV option because if, if this transition is kicking off as it has been, if you go too high of a price, it's, it's, it's going to kind of affect your campaign, this whole campaign. It's going to hurt you. So um, I, I, I hope Nissan knows what – I know what they're doing. I know they know what they're doing. So, but you know, uh, also, I mean, we talked about this last episode. Um, there was rumors of coming up with something that's sporty but EV based, like the Sylvia. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, comparatively, something like that. And I've preached this before, and anybody that may be listening from the powers that would be within the company, just yeah. small. I mean, take it reverse from going and chasing the big truck market, yeah. and chase it to the little truck market. Go back to small trucks and i'm talking like smaller than the rangers smaller than the frontiers go back to like a a retro nissan hard body but make it solely ev like a workhorse ev and and show off the abilities of that Mm -hmm. power plant and that layout i mean you're gonna get you know it kind of goes back to the old campaign of dots and saves you know in the 70s you know when Mm -hmm. when we had the gas shortages but if you 
got ahead of that right now, I think that would be pretty cool. Like if you did something in a small, like almost like a Datsun 510 or the Nissan Sentra, the exciting one, the, yeah. uh, the B13, you know, oh. like, I mean, an econo box. But I, I think like they would do okay, but there's a lot of competition. But nobody, nobody's really doing a small mini truck, if you will. And mm-hmm. dare I say mini truck, I, I'm not. But I think it would be accepted by everything for the commercial lines, which is a, you know, that's always nice to pad yourself as a, as a manufacturer because you can sell units like that to, you know, these these massive, massive amounts of business. But I feel like a lot of people would pick those up, you know, and, and uh, or give a, cause the resurgence of like everything for the small truck world is starting to come around. I think people are getting tired of these mm-hmm. massive, huge trucks, you know, and their expenses. I mean, and there's still people out there that would buy these small trucks. And if you had them in the EV, I think you would be developing a whole new, um, underclass of car fanatics as well. I know Nissan isn't necessarily chasing that; they're chasing the sales. But mm-hmm. that's how it starts. It starts with that excitement, that uh, that need, and and it's a campaign that you can easily put together for marketing purposes. You know, who wants? Yeah. Who doesn't want to save? Who doesn't want to have a, a a good work truck that saves gas? You can park it anywhere. You know, I don't know. Just yeah. my two cents. Like. Just throwing it out there, and not quite Datsun six twenty, but you know, like a marriage between the old Datsun six twenty size wise or the Nissan hard body. It's just mm-hmm. you know, pots and pans, meat and potatoes, just super simple. <laughs> and then give me the gas mileage that I want. Yeah, forget it, man. It's a it's a success, a recipe for success in my opinion. But anyway, that's gotcha. just me. But gotcha, again, man. Two I, I, and two I think. I think your prediction is better than mine because, you know, if you remember last episode, I was predicting if you're going to go sporty Nissan EV, do a version of the um, Leaf RC. I know. Well, here we are. Here we are. Two weeks later, all right, Leaf is being phased out. So I don't think my prediction is going to happen. You have better chances than I do. Yeah. You know, I and I'll say this is like I, I really I think that's what 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 would sell well, especially now with the economy the way it is right now. I think people are chasing value you know what i mean and and people are just maybe cutting back and and i feel like these high expensive evs are going to be holding holding the bag so why not go cheap ev you know reasonable reasonable expense to if the cost is there you know i'm just mm-hmm. kind of throwing it out there um but yeah just my two cents but I don't know. gotcha Anyway, God, we uh, long on this article. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a pen in it then. We'll, I'm sure this saga will continue, though. But uh, I know you, on this yeah, for our uh, rants will continue on this one for sure. I know that much. Uh, yeah. You've got the next article, though, uh, for your for what you want to share, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, I want to kind of talk about that. So, you know, I from time to time, I like to kind of talk about what's what's popping in the uh, you know as far as like the TV and the you know, I spent a lot of time watching TV and watching like automotive based uh, series channels, docu-series, um, just because usually I'm in the garage and I want to put something on and I want it to be like-minded to what I'm working on in the garage. And, and something kind of came up as of, as of late, maybe you've already heard about it, but there is a, um, there is a new, docu-series it's actually a six-part docu-series that's going to be uh, featured here through hulu um it's actually a father and son duo 
Um, the father is, of course, uh, Swiss Beats. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with Mr. Swiss Beats, he's best known as a producer in the hip-hop world, legendary hip-hop producer, actually. And he's worked with uh, the kind of Jay-Z, Beyonce, Drake, uh, if I'm going off of memory here. Um, and he's actually doing this particular uh, docuseries with his son, um, Nazir Adin. And what they hope to do is actually they're going to be shedding light on everything that's kind of happening, not within their local community, but actually it's happening within the automotive community across the world. So they're going to be traveling from everywhere from Houston to Japan to Saudi Arabia um, to explore the world of car culture um, in those particular areas. And it's crazy. And, and you're like, okay, well, this is just another docuseries and there's tons of those that are available through Motor Trend and everything else that's happening right now. But the reason why I wanted to shed some light to it, because these guys actually, uh, especially uh, Swiss Beats, he actually started life off as a Nissan enthusiast, a Z32 uh -huh. enthusiast uh, to be exact. He was actually a TT Z32 guy for a really long time. So wow. um, is one of his passions. I'm still in a stable from what I understand. But um, so I'm hoping that there's some Nissan love um, when uh, when he hits Japan now, so far the series that's available through Hulu has only dropped the one um, episode so far. I haven't checked it out. I'm actually that is my Turkey Day um, <laughs> film festival. Actually, when yeah. I'm done with the show, I'll be watching it here tonight. But uh, yeah, it, it actually I'm not a Hulu subscriber yet, but it's Black Friday. They already got Ooh. potentially something that's Nissan related. You got me, Hulu. That's it. I'm in. So I'll be checking out those deals here in the uh, the next day. But yeah, uh, have you had an opportunity to kind of watch the trailer yet? Myself, I have seen some, yes. Um, so that's where I saw the cameo with the Z32. That's kind of uh, what caught – that's what might cause my ears to perk up and see, what's this about? What's going on here, you know? So um, – it looks interesting. I think I'll be doing something similar where uh, over the next week I just do a um, a binge watch of these six episodes, you know. And uh, it's fun because you mentioned Houston. I'm familiar with Houston car culture. You know, we always see we, – we, we hear a lot about it, especially um, – it's in our backyard. I mean, we, 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 we dip our toes into Houston from time to time since it's one of our sister cities. But, uh, yeah, they definitely have their own – car culture and sometimes counter car culture that just kind of breaks the molds you know the and and i'm not going to get into who started what but houston's usually at the forefront if not the originators of some of these trends that are kind of coming up yes uh, yeah come on so, donks and a uh, bunch of other ones yeah i didn't want to get into it but, it, but it, you know because uh but, it, well, but it's true it's like that's it's, what the episode's about things, right yeah you know? yeah so, it's all about that. I mean, that's how low rider culture started off. You know, it was just, it was, um, it was hot rodders. That, and I'm going to nerd out here for those that don't know how hot, how low rider culture started. It actually started off as hot rodding culture. And what these guys wanted to do was basically like low and fast. And then eventually it became just of these rolling art projects that were hot rod cars. And then, so they kind of had to come up with these, these ways of staying legal because the police were giving them crap. So they came up with a hydraulic system that would basically allow them to raise the car when the cops pulled them over. Mm. Um, so they would then be legal to drive on the streets. And that's the need. Necessity is the mother of invention when it came to low riders. For those that don't know, they were all, um, that's how it began. 
So drop a little knowledge on you. Interesting. So, I didn't know that. Hmm, it's true. So anyways, but yeah, that's what's kind of happening that I would suggest you kind of check out, if you will. Now, um, I am going to give a, another little uh, bomb here uh, for mm-hmm. those that haven't checked it out. I'm always a big, huge fan of everything that kind of happens within um, the tuna world because I have always felt and I've always been a big proponent of the tuna world was never got its due justice. And, and the light that we did get was usually light that, uh, you know, the, the light we didn't want, if that makes yeah. sense. So, unfortunately, I hate to say it. Now, the guys, uh, some of the folks over at the forefront was, of course, Super Street. Um, you know, they're one of the magazines that I've kind of fell in love with early on, along with, like, Sport Compact Car, which, unfortunately, is no longer available anymore. Turbo Magazine, those were, like, my three go-to. I'll give a shout-out to Project Car Magazine. That's uh, Project Car uh, Magazine was, like, one of my favorite. It was at a short run, only about, I think it's only one volume, if you want to call it that. Yeah, Super Street was always where the party was at. And it took them a while to, to come from Honda Boys into Datsun and Nissan appreciation. But it was always kind of there in a sense, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I always have a magazine that I can kind of go. It's crazy. Like I can reach anywhere here and I can pull out a Super Street article. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Super Street is all. Oh, sh- that's the. That's the <laughs> Anyway, no, that's a good article too, but yeah, that's something else. But uh, Super Street. Um, that's the yeah. one. That's the, yeah. yeah, Super Street. But like I said, I can always pick out one of these because the articles were well-written. Photography was great. But I love the fact now, and what am I ranting and talking about, is the fact that we finally have uh, tuna recognition on Motor Trend, which was a hugely domestic-dominated um, piece of publication, you know, especially, uh, you know, you would go through Motor Trend early on before it was bought out. And it was just, other than JDM Legends and a few other spots, uh, that was it. We got yep. nothing. So um, it, I like to see that Motor Trend is finally making the import world available to us um, and, and listening to what we're wanting as consumers. So Super Street um, Garage has actually just come out there and they're, they're finishing up their final season as of late they're dropping most of their stuff on fridays i think i believe they have one more and then that'll be the season finale Mm. um and then you've got shows also like runs good to to not give them um to not take away from them also another import heavy show that i personally enjoy um and the other thing too is they bought all the old um nopi nationals remember those nopi tv yeah which is old school if you don't know you can go back and watch it, but they have like the old Nopi tuner vision. I think there's a lot of words I'm going to throw out here because mm. there was a lot of stuff going out and being tried out the time. Nopi TV, Nopi Nationals coverage, um, Modified, um, which was a magazine that I don't think they're out, uh, around anymore. Modified tried their their hand in a series and it was good. It just, the coverage wasn't, wasn't the greatest. They didn't have the best they could have had better co-hosts. They could have had more better coverage. Um, and I feel like this new show is, I'll put it like this. The, you remember watching like tuner shows, you watch something and it was just like, and guys were just, they, they weren't mature as of like, they didn't have the appreciation piece of it. It was mostly just like hanging out at drift events and there's nothing wrong with that stuff, but it was just, it, it kind of felt 
the same and, and, mm. and repetitive. What yeah. I really like about this show is they, they kind of nerd out on the same things that we nerd out, like mm. the rarity of JDM parts and uh, the scarcity of models available and the rationale why this particular car is cool versus this car and then just straight horsepower because it's horsepower we got to do it for and oh, that's nice. why i kind of like i like this show because it kind of does that it, it takes the moment to, to sprinkle that appreciation when it's doing the show like they're like and i did want to give a shout out to the most recent one which is what's behind me so mm. they actually fixed up a Datsun 510 wagon and during the show they're talking about all the the importance of patina you know why you don't want to start go chasing you know restoring the cars yeah you, of course you can but the importance of like chasing the right wheel um, piece that's period correct you mm -hmm. know i mean the why you don't want to start changing out lights to this or why you want to do this particular item i i really like that and i i, I to me, it's like I'm always having to explain this to, like, say, younger people that are getting into this world. Like, why that? And why this? And they ask you, and they'll just kind of poke poke you with questions. And I always feel like it. it I can keep explaining it, keep explaining it, but there needs to be something out there to explain the importance. And people don't necessarily read anymore. Yeah. Sad to say, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted an education, you'd go back and read. I mean, and it really is. I mean, that's how we started our life off. We started off like living through magazine articles and forums. And so it was a lot of reading. And, wow. um, you know, what else did we have at our, at our disposal? It was magazines, you magazines, know, forums, yeah. VHS, you know, DVDs. Yeah. I mean, if we were lucky, you know, I mean, that stuff wasn't available for us as tuner aficionados. This is the, the pre-YouTube world. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was hard to was find. It. You know, it was hard to find. We had to figure it out on our own. And, but there was definitely that love um, that was across it. And I kind of feel like it kind of comes through with that. So that was my whole point about the Super Street episode. Um, and, and to make sure that you're giving the appreciation where it needs to be. Again, you can check these guys out through Motor Trend. It is Thanksgiving and there is Black Friday deals. I'm not mm. going to take away from everything we're going to cover here a little bit later. Yeah. But for those that don't know, um, you can check out Motor Trend um, and you can, they give you the TV through Prime so you can get it on your app. And then mm. you also can check out all the old um, uh, articles as well. So if you want to go on and check out Super Street Magazine, you oh. get it actually, you get it all the vintage articles on through the app which is like oh, wow it's like legendary yeah dude um oh, you still, so cool. all the old stuff like drift this you know that's yeah. all in there too as well i mean the amount of stuff that they bought up that's historic and mm -hmm. in the in the vault if you will is amazing you just go searching they're like mm -hmm. tuner options and there's a quite a bit of stuff there there used to be like option videos from back in the day straight from mm -hmm. japan all in yeah. japanese they would have those. I went searching for them the other day. They weren't there, but maybe they'll come back or maybe I wasn't searching properly. But needless to say, it's still cool that some of that stuff's available. And I feel like it's going to kind of keep coming at you. But again, it is Black Friday. I think they're doing a deal right now for like 99 cents a month for like an X amount of months. So oh, yeah. I highly recommend jumping on that. Give it a trial. Um, I personally watch that kind of all day while I'm at work and I catch up on everything. And there's other shows that are on there. I'm not here to sell motor trend, but again, yeah. I, I feel that it fits the need of us as tuners 
yeah. it's something that you may want to check out and you may have uh, enjoyment watching. So, Gotcha, man. All right. So uh, Drive with Swiss Beats on Hulu and then there's Motor Trend app and it's on Prime, Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Yeah, and Prime and, and Super Street Garage, you've got Runs Good. A couple other shows that I would start off with and then move on yeah. to that. So there's there's two things you got me with. One is the archive, the Super Street archive mm-hmm. included. That's awesome. And then you had me at Patina. When you said Patina, my my <laughs> same thing, like, huh? Because I think of my Dotson right now. Yeah, like, you know the other thing too. Remember yeah. like the like powertrain. Remember they used to we used to have the on Spike TV. Remember like they would have yeah. that, and then occasionally there would be like one guy, a group of guys that would do like um like you know like they did a Nissan project, like a 350Z yep. project, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I, where did all that Spike TV coverage go? Motor Trend bought it. So all that stuff is now on Motor Trend. So if you want to go back and watch like the Project 350Z or the Project, I think it was a 280Z that they did like on that powertrain TV, yeah. it's on there. I and, remember uh, that. So okay. if you want to kind of go back and run through those stuff and it's cool. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, some of it for some of the senior uh, Nissan and Datsun aficionados, it may be a little, you know, early on. But for those getting into it, you're just kind of new to the Nissan world, the Datsun world, it's still kind of cool to go and watch it, you know, see them put together. If I had to guess too, I think we talked about this before, is that Motor Trend is who also bought Velocity. That was what Velocity used to be. Yeah, it changed out. Velocity sold out to Motor Trend and they did this massive change. I had Velocity and then when Motor Trend did this massive change, it was like some weird subscription dance and I got out and then I just jumped back in on a Black Friday deal years ago uh, two years ago and that's how i been keeping well, up with myself the only reason why i mentioned that too because there is uh on velocity and, and also a motor trend i imagine then which is jdm legends that was an also another show a great show and unfortunately um it, it fell in that velocity family yeah. and it didn't it, i felt like they were going to get picked up and then velocity had other crap that was way bigger than than anything that they were trying to develop for the at that time the infancy of tuner tv um mm-hmm. for us so they just kind of said screw that yeah. and then so they and I, it's funny i've talked to eric about that like when he yeah. was going to get picked up and josh and and some of those guys from the show and they said the same thing like we were just kind of left whole with nothing we didn't know what was going to happen we thought we were going to get picked up and it made sense that we were and then velocity and all these things were happening in the background and they never got picked up and since then i I mean there's to me it's it's still a blessing you know that um jdm legends is now a legend amongst Uh, us and they're an awesome awesome company yeah they're an awesome company and they're they're amazingly cool people and they know their stuff and it, it would be it would be great to see them be picked up with a new show so anybody from motor trend or has an ear to somebody might as well i mean that, that was a great <laughs> show and it deserves the uh, the light and if you haven't get an opportunity to check it out you should motor trend actually still has all the jdm legend stuff too so if you want to go back through and watch those again another mm-hmm. thing that's on uh, motor trend worth the money to go back and watch so gotcha man awesome anyway sorry good can, stuff man no no good about, stuff i can talk about stuff to put on forever so anyway but uh, let's follow I know. up with some of the comments because I've been it. talking a lot. So <laughs> uh, Edgar chimed in with us tonight. He said, once again, prepping for a track night with a podcast in the background, as you should. 
Thank you again, Edgar. Thank you, I hope man. you didn't break anything. I hope you're just checking tire pressures and and changing out brake pads and getting ready for the next uh, Nissan challenge. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we also have a few friends. I believe <laughs> the the username Spinny Mathingi. That's our friend from uh, Australia, I believe. He does say hi. Uh, hey, buddy, we see you. He's commenting on my. Yeah, what magazine was it? So you pulled, for those who aren't watching the video version, when you pulled out the Super Street magazine, it wasn't, what, what, I can't even see the name of the magazine, though, but you took me for a surprise. <laughs> yes, we did have that solely, one guy. Solely for, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just to break up the monotony of car magazines. Oh. It is. <laughs> and the, the fact that there's, like, ripped out pages there's no no it's, importance there whatsoever. No, of course not. So. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, let's uh let's move into our next segment, Miles. Uh, that's of course what we like to call motorsports update. And this is typically a segment, guys, where we uh, look into Nissan's current motorsports portfolio and its race entries and the teams that they support and look at uh, how those teams are doing or have been doing in the last couple of weeks. Uh, actually, Miles, you have the first one, which is Super GT still happening, still going on. Is that right? Yeah, you know, with uh, with Super GT, there's really not much going on. I mean, Super G finished out the uh, Super GT finished out the series. Of course, we want to give a uh, congratulations to the uh, Nitear Moto Z uh, for their placement um, in the series. Um, they had a strong uh, finish, but uh, I mean, Super GT for the most part is kind of done. The championship series uh -huh. is uh, finished right now. We don't okay. have a new series until the next one begins. Well, what's funny is uh, as soon as the championship ended and we, you know, all race teams don't ever really take a break. They kind of just, they celebrate the win or they work on what they, they put a plan together, but it's crazy that Nissan was already pre-prepping for the 2024, all their new Z's were mm -hmm. already starting um, to, to go into preparations as it were so the the prep that they've already been doing is and the rumors that are already circulating is that again the new nissan 2024 z um is actually one of the fastest vehicles that's on the track um at this time during prep which was how it was in 2023 and there was some great successes that kind of came from that so mm. yeah also awesome. we hope that it's gonna um, come to fruition for we have uh, another uh, Z on the podium uh, this upcoming year for the 500 series. So, yeah, that that's great to hear, man. That's great. Uh, I've got the next one here, which is, of course, Nissan Challenge. Uh, that's our buddies in Southern California uh, having a this year was uh, eight rounds. And here actually this upcoming weekend, you know what? Edgar is a part of this. It's probably what he's doing in the garage right now. He's preparing for this weekend, uh, November 25th, this Saturday. We have round seven of the Nissan Challenge at the Streets of Willow. Uh, this is at, uh, of course, um, uh, was it Streets of Willow here? Uh, it is part of Ars Day, which is a GTR Skyline uh, festival. And uh, we'll actually be talking about that later on in the show as well. So uh, for those of you that are in the Southern California area and uh, uh, you've got uh, Willow Springs International Raceway in your area, I would say 
especially if you got family in town and you want to kind of show them something cool that's kind of happening, shoot, go out to the uh, go out to the racetrack, man. Have some fun. Check out some cars racing. Uh, a lot of good guys. A lot of fan. A lot of uh, information that you can kind of pull from. And uh, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll get the bug and you want to, you'll want to compete uh, in twenty twenty four. So uh, that is happening again this weekend. Uh, keep an eye out for for that. Honestly, man, that's all we've got for motorsports. This is actually probably one of our shortest motorsports updates uh, this this year because it is just kind of winding down. We're into the last uh, last month of the year. It's getting cold. Typically, uh, uh, a, a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of the seasons, racing seasons, are coming to a close or have been uh, at a close right now. But uh, that that is motorsports. It's hibernation season. It is for those guys. I mean, you've got a few challenges that are still going. The California boys still got good weather out there. They're slowly creeping into turbo weather. So yep. uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, if that makes a change on any of the lineup and the final uh, rounds that are upcoming for the Nissan Challenge. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we did get a comment back from Edgar in our comment section, though. He did say, "Yes, he is putting his track tires on." That's one of the things that we're doing. <laughs> Uh, he also says, you know, I, I would imagine being part of that Southern California weather is that they go year round. That's one of the perks of being uh, in that part of the country, man. Great weather all year round. So go for it, man. Take advantage of it for sure. We've got some pretty good weather right now. We're, we're pretty well, we're pretty cold right now, but eh, mm, today started cold. Yeah. So in Texas, other parts of the country, I don't know what you're rocking right now, but here in Texas, I want to say we're like. 60s maybe so it's not too bad so yeah but other everybody else some other areas are getting snow and you know the winter uh <laughs> the colds winter's grasp is starting to fall upon the yep mm. yep so I hope you stay safe go ahead yeah for those of you that are online with us, though, we do see you. Uh, definitely keep on with the, the chat comments, and we'll be good, sure to chime in, share your comment, and hopefully reply to some of them as we get going. And specifically for our next for our next segment, uh, this is our Black Friday segment of the show. We're going to be talking about Black Friday online specials. And uh, I know, Miles, you and I are going to – we'll – We'll name a few. We've got a. We each have a list of some online specials we might be taking advantage of. But for those of you online, chime in. Let us know what specials you're taking advantage of, and we'll be sure to include them uh, at the end here, though. Uh, like I said, Miles, uh, let's get into Black Friday, though. Uh, it is coming around the corner. It's uh, what 48 hours away, and uh, uh, actually, a lot of these specials are already happening as we speak and so of course what happens after thanksgiving is that we go ahead and partake and embrace the good old american tradition of buying things so that's what we're gonna do consumerism <laughs> consumerism <laughs> makes the world go round so that's what uh we're here to do uh we've got uh, a list of, of our friends that uh that are having some really good specials and uh i know a few of us probably have, i think well, I know I've got a few specials. I'll be making my order actually tomorrow after uh, after uh, after the big meal. I'll be having uh, an order to uh, to a few of these places. Fill my right belly now. and make some bad financial decisions. Oh, you know it, man. <laughs> you, well, you it's race car part well, season. I mean, that's what you do. If you've been in this game long enough, you 
you you talk to your family, you listen to all their craziness. Make sure you don't have to pay for somebody's heart transplant. And if you're in the if you're in the green, then you guess yeah. what? Make it rain. Buy some race car parts. Yeah. And that's and that's it. It's just yeah. how it goes. That's you know I've heard the phrase that it's stuck with me though is that you know you can go broke trying to save money and that's exactly what you want what we want you to do. <laughs> this is the time you know I won't lie I have heard I have a, a a handful of friends more than more than that that they intentionally wait for Black Friday because they know totally. there are certain totally. uh, shops and certain uh, vendors that will will give their best deals of the year. They do, right? And it, it never right fails. Like uh, it's, it's crazy. Like we're probably not. And before we start this whole process, yeah. we are probably going to miss a few because there is a oh. lot going. Oh, on. there's so many. And there's so many things that are popping off right now. Um, we're of course talking to people that have been on the show here previously, or vendors that we personally buy from, mm-hmm. or friends of the show. Um, you know, or products that we've had on um, "Shut Up and Take My Money." that we start to follow that particular um, <clears throat> manufacturer or producer of those parts. So uh, there's no bias here. It's, these are just things that kind of came up on our radar. And again, as we go ahead and move here with the show, please, if you have any good specials, um, don't keep them to yourself. Put them in the comments here. Um, like that one guy just put on, there's a Haltech special. Let us know where that Haltech special is. Let us know what the deal is. And we'll definitely um, make sure that we're pointing people in the right direction. Um, Haltech, hell yeah, I'm down. I wouldn't mind <laughs> picking me up uh, one of the Haltech, uh, the Platinums right now. I mean, those things are baller. So anyway, uh, but yeah, if you have stuff, drop it in the comment. We mm-hmm. will make sure that we go ahead and shine some light on that as we kind of move on here um, for, uh, for talking about our vendors now. Mike, you've got the first one. Um, Apex Engineering, they've actually been on the show here. We've talked mm-hmm. a lot about their quality and everything that they offer amongst the Datsun and Nissan brands. But tell us what they got going on for a Black Friday special. Right. Just like you said, though, man. Uh, yes. Uh, Apex Engineered, uh, we've had their their uh, founder, owner, um, Om Pandya, uh, interviewed with us uh, on the show. Uh, before I get into the specials, though, for anybody who's not familiar with the company, uh, they, they specialize into a lot of the Nissan Datsun um, subframes, control arms, uh, a, a lot of suspension work, uh, a lot of really good like um, stiffening, frame stiffening uh, uh, components. Uh, specifically for, of course, you've got your first generation uh, Datsun Z, the 240, 260, 280. They've gone into the 280ZX uh, Z31. Uh, you also have the uh, 510. Uh, the 310, which is the Fair Lady Roadster. And um, I heard that they're actually starting to get into the Z32 300ZX game. It's coming yeah, in. Finally. What's it's, up? It's, yeah, yeah, there's little rumblings, man, that that's going to be a new division uh, for the company. So really excited because that, that's that's our baby, right? That's what what we're uh, the, probably the biggest fans of. So really excited to see that, though. But um, – if you go to apexengineer.com, what you can expect to find, though, you've got 10% off everything, <clears throat> essentially, w- w- across the entire website. Uh, also, there is a price matching uh, having to do. So if you do see a better price, reach out, make contact with the company, and they'll be uh, 
very, very uh, encouraging to to give you the best price possible. Uh, he, uh, Ohm, I did speak with him before the show. He did say, of course, that uh, their sales, they only really have one sale every year. And this is the one. So you really want to uh, take advantage of this uh, with the company. Uh, there are tons and tons of items in stock, he says. So I imagine that means that delivery is rather quick uh, as well. Uh, by the way, if anybody goes to their uh, check, sign on into their Instagram. They have the best Instagram reels. You, you see that the action <laughs> yeah. shots, the welding, the powder yeah, coating, Ohm, the grinding. You know. Ohm, whoever he employs to do his stuff, it's con- like, and I'm just saying, I, I start my morning off just very droggy and it's the and i check my instagram my facebook in the mornings i'm still getting used to instagram i'm old get off but you know it's the first thing that hits me in the face is apex in the morning i don't know what it is maybe they're on some weird algorithm that wakes me up in the morning but i I don't even get my coffee yet and apex is already and it's not just like one picture like when they drop stuff it's like like 12 videos and i'm like god damn and i was like so a shout out to oh for whoever is doing his digital work i mean jesus christ every morning man it hits me in the face and i i'm not complaining yeah it's like it's kind of what i've woken up to as of late it's It's like my 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 rooster so (laughs) (laughs) i that's it, it's good. I, I like it. It's almost soothing too because when you see the grinding work, yeah, the welding he, he, work, he the does powder coat work, videos, and it's like yeah. oh, it's a calming. It's like it's a calming. It's like watching a, a chipmunk eat something in a, in a field, or you know, watching a baby laugh, and it's like <laughs> welding. welding these pieces together. You know, you know they're not being put together in a a, a sweat yeah. lodge in in China. They're all yeah, being, yeah. being built by him. There ain't no mystery to it. So it's pretty funny. Made, so. That's right. Made in the USA. Designed. This is a U.S. company. Let's just call it what it is. Forget USA. They're just made by him. That's it. It's just him welding yeah. everything up. That's right. it. But very no. cool stuff. I absolutely love everything that they do. Their, um, their, their suspension, their full-on track kits are nuts. So if you're that guy that's holding off for the – the big track kit that they offer for like the S thirties or the two eighty ZXs or the Z thirty ones, dude, this mm-hmm. is the time, you know? Yeah. So, big changes for sure. He did mention one thing too, is that we were talking about powder coat just a second ago. If there's a custom color that you're interested in having made, give him a shout. He can most likely make it happen. That is kind of a cool perk of doing business with Apex Engineered. Uh, there is a promo code. If you use the code Apex Rocks, you'll get the discount. And uh, their Black Friday specials end uh, December 8th uh, at midnight. So just a heads up on that, man. Uh, that's uh, that's my first one. Miles, I think you have the second one. Yeah, so, I mean, our good uh, friends of the show and uh, our sponsor, uh, one of our sponsors, SPL Parts, is having their uh, their annual, just like you mentioned for uh, Apex, SPL pretty much doesn't have a, a whole lot of sales annually, except for this Black Friday sale. So, I... And if you're if you're sleeping under a rock and you don't know what's happening and you don't know what SPL is, get woke. SPL Parts makes some of the most hardcore uh, suspension pieces within the Nissan world, and have been doing it for a really long time. Um, they're pretty much the go-to for all the hardcore 
Nissan enthusiast. Um, I personally have a lot of SPL stuff on all my cars. It's kind of one of the few manufacturers that I run on my cars that I, I buy and I never have to look at twice. Um, <laughs> all their stuff is, in my opinion, damn near unbreakable. It, they are. It, it's it, all their stuff's manufactured with super amounts of um, quality and 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 development. And what I mean by that is they'll come up with a version one, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Sorry guys, we made our parts better, and so go ahead and you can. They'll do buyback programs sometimes for some of their stuff where they'll buy back their version ones because they don't want they they have a stronger, better product that they they want you to try. And they want to make sure that their brand, which is very, very important to them, stays strong, stays true. They want to make sure you have the best thing out there that's going to kick ass at the track or these sporting events. Or even if you want to have just a, a good old strong part for your stance uh, lifestyle, if that's what you're into. But again, um, SPLparts.com uh, is uh, where you want to check that out. This is their one sale for the year. And this is, again, where everybody kind of lives for. Um, SPL has their Black Friday sale. It's at 20% off, which is a damn good pricing uh, for some of their stuff. I usually, you know, we talk about everything that we're going to be buying. This is when I step up to the plate. I usually kind of call and say, hey, Sean Farah or Sean Mopley Farah. We call him Maple Mopley because he's uh, from Canada, for those that don't know. Little hint. Or I'll call Rodell, one of those guys up there, and like, dude, sell me parts. And it's usually typically Black Friday. This is one of their biggest sales days. Um, yeah. So they sell out of a lot of stuff. My recommendation is if you get an opportunity, um, get on tonight or tomorrow, get your stuff in early because their stuff does sell out. They will back those orders up, but, and obviously get you the part when it's available, but you don't want to be those guys, one of those guys who just finally bought your parts and finally get your discount. And now you got to wait <laughs> for the production. Kind of call. So again, these things sell out early, make sure you get your orders in early, but again, 20% off uh, today. You just have to go and purchase through the website. Um, no real code. Again, just purchase through the website or give them a call uh, when they start up their sales lines here soon. So, again, the only sale of the year. Don't miss out. Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, that one guy I'll... chimed in here, said, I have a good amount of SPL on my track Z32. Same thing. Um, yeah. You know, uh, one guy asked me about my project Low Fat Z. Yes. Um, believe it or not, the only thing I was really waiting on is the engine, which I have. And I was waiting on one SPL suspension piece, um, which is the new lower controls that are now out. I'm yeah. going to be buying those today. So it was uh, that and everything else I can't afford to get that track car off the ground. But uh, yes. Um, so yeah, also that Haltech special, let me know because maybe daddy needs a new Haltech. So we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, that's everything for SPL. I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, Mike, what do you sure. got? Yeah, next up, guys. Uh, the next promotion I want to sell, if you are the owner of a uh, 300ZX Z32, 350Z, or 370Z, you also got the Infinity Lines. You got your, your, your G35s, G37s, your Qs, and now even getting into the Frontiers and Titans. Uh, honestly, any Nissan under the sun that you're interested in getting parts for, where you can go, of course, is Z1 Motorsports uh, and their other division, which is Z1OffRoad.com. Uh, 
So I actually reached out to uh, one of their sales guys, a good friend of mine, uh, Spencer, and I try to get some. I just asked, you know, what's what can we what what's the big thing that we can share? What what sounds good? Um, he did say here that, of course, there are huge discounts happening right now on exhaust kits, uh, specifically for the G35 guys. So if you are a G35 owner and uh, looking for an exhaust kit, uh, you have really good odds of finding a really good uh, touring exhaust or race exhaust. Uh, actually, uh, some of the touring exhausts uh, are being upgraded to the dual uh, dual exhaust for the G35 guys. Um, for the 350s guys, there are adjustable control arms. Um, they have uh, race free race upgrades uh, if you want to go that route. Uh, they have a huge special on wheels. They said just a blowout specials uh, on wheels. They said essentially over a thousand items in general. If you go to their site, um, over a thousand items are for sale. Uh, many are the cheapest prices which they've ever been. Uh, their website, if you go to it though, this is their Black Friday page. Uh, just a few highlights here. On their personal Z1 products uh, that they develop uh, up to 50% off, uh, that includes uh, intakes, uh, their Z1 exhausts uh, up to $650, sorry, up to $650 off, uh, Z1 brakes up to $1,000 off. It's, a, again, a huge, huge amount. Uh, tuning software, 30% off. Uh, suspension, $400 off. Uh, they really are slashing prices. Um, again, talking with Spencer, he just said that he's kind of, they're kind of giving him some, some liberties this year to really uh, cut deep when it comes to these specials. So what you can do guys, of course, is go to Z1motorsports.com or Z1offroad.com. Check out what they have. They have a page that's specifically for uh, Black Friday specials. Uh, also, you can use the code Z1BF23 in the uh, coupon code line, and you'll get uh, an extra discount on top of that. Uh, stock is limited, and this special ends, I believe, on Monday. So uh, the 27th is when you want to uh, be sure to take advantage of these specials. So uh, that's that's what I got, Miles. Um, we got a few more. What else you got? Uh, well, actually, I wanted to get some shine, uh, some light again for one of our um, self-made sponsors of our show and good friends of the show, uh, Skillard. Um, so Skillard actually has, and I'm going to scoot over so you can see Ben right there working on cars, just to prove <laughs> that he works on cars, right? No, actually, he does. He's an amazing uh, fabricator and uh, mechanic at that. Um, so again... Uh, Skillard.com, if you haven't already found out about these guys and are living under a rock, they have everything cool for accent pieces, um, aero. In my personal opinion, they're making the 280ZX cool again, great again if you want. Um, <laughs> I mean, they got just a mountain of really cool stuff for like the S30 models. Um, shh, the Z31 stuff is, is in the works, but um, I did want to let you know that um, I, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of a note that's kind of coming from those guys, um, from their press department, if you will. Um, so, and they wrote me this big, long, elaborate thing of, of things that they want to kind of talk about, but they definitely want to highlight um, that they're going to be, uh, that they're making 370Z parts, um, and then they're going to be releasing a Z31 parts very, very, very soon. They were actually almost going to be available 
um, for uh, for the for the exciting drop of Black Friday, but unfortunately, um, they had some um, some issues with having the availability, so they wanted to make sure that, that they held those back and released those at a later time to make sure that they were released properly. So no quality concerns. Again, they are kind of coming. So if you're a Z31 fanatic, they are kind of in the works. So the stuff is coming. So yeah, she wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. Um, those Z30 part, Z31 parts, from what we've been told about, are going to be pretty baller. So um, for those that don't know, this is basically the best price of the year for any of the large items. So uh, they are offering a 15% off uh, through the website. And again, if you are looking for those big parts, uh, this is the time to kind of pick those up, especially things like, say, the S30 splitters or those air dam kits that everybody's kind of got their eye on and everybody says that they want. This is the time to kind of pick those up. Um, it's a, it's a great time of the year to invest in the larger skillered parts that you need mm -hmm. for the vision of your build, um, as it were. Now, the splitters, um, some they've gotten a lot of feedback from the notes that we have. Um, they wanted to, uh, uh, you know, most people are kind of loving the, uh, the look and the function, but the constant feedback that they get from people is that their splitters are saving fiberglass and carbon fiber spoilers um, because oh. the, the splitters are taking that first impact. Um, and then they're made of um, a really good gauge. So they obviously are taking the punch with no real problems. Um, so, you know, people going up the driveways. And if you lived in the age of like fiberglass front ends and, and then dare I say, and I'm going to show my age here, the molded in fiberglass bumper series uh, mm -hmm. that people were kind of doing for a hot minute. The nightmare of that was that, you know, you would hit that and then all your body work shot the crap. Well, things like these splitters are what's going to save you, and they're functional for that for that effect. So, if you haven't got a chance to check those out, um, or if you you want the the look, or if you're just a straight track guy, um, the splitters is the way to go. And this is the time of year to kind of step into that um, because you're going to realize you've got the you've got all the safety and then of course you've got the cooler air temps and then you've got the downforces and everything that you're looking for. Um, if you want to step in to say something like that in the rear diffusers or the front diffusers, um, again, for skiller.com, if you haven't already gone to and checked out, it's a 15% off, um, across the website, you can use their code holiday 15 again at skiller.com and just go shopping. Uh, there's tons of stuff on there. Me and Mike always talk about uh, the Datsun 620 stuff because yep. there's not a lot of people out there that are that are hooking up, making the Datsun 620 cooler. Um, and Skillard is one of those that they have it. all the S30 stuff, all the 620 stuff, the Z31 stuff. Um, now they're in the 370s stuff. Uh, I mean, it's you know, the list goes on. And then they have cool accent stuff like uh, like the Braille battery. Um, mm. little cage that they have. I thought that was super cool. And that's yeah. been out for a while. Um, I personally, it's funny, like I don't go to a show without not seeing those door cards everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. that was like, that's how they kind of get, I, me personally, that's how oh. they got their fame. And every time I go, like, I, you know, to a show, there's always going to be a skiller door card somewhere scattered. It's like kind of like yeah. the just finding it. But, you know, I have them, I had them on one of my S30 projects mm -hmm. and I loved it. Um, you know, cause I just kind of got tired of the same old 
door cards and yeah you can get them redone and the leather and everything but nothing kind of said i was serious about the performance aspect but and, and like opening up a door and seeing those like no nonsense door cards i don't know mm. but yeah it, it's true uh there when you go into a car show there are certain like staples of a modified Datsun that you look at and then you think Skillard because of again the air dams the, the air splitters the door cards Th- those are some of the things that i've seen that Hell, even... the center console is like was was huge when it dropped like, yeah. like i don't know a year or two ago and that and first time i saw it i was like man that's baller and yeah. um and uh, yeah i mean i saw so it's funny because I, I didn't see a lot of the good stuff until i saw the prototypes on ben's car when mm. we were in zcon uh... Uh, uh, 21 Colorado Springs. Uh, yeah. 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 It's in the middle of the night. I'm like scoping and he's like, <laughs> I was like, when's this going to be available? And he's like prototype. man. Prototype. prototype. Like, yeah. <laughs> and awesome. super cool on his own personal S30. And that's how he kind of started doing it. And then, then uh, find out about the 620 stuff starts dropping. I was like, all right, I'm a fan for life. And then we've had him on the show. Uh, they talk mm-hmm. about, you know, their dedication to quality, to fit, and that's a big issue with me. Yep. All their stuff fits. All their stuff is made really good quality. And um, and I love the instructions um, that they have on some of their stuff. Like, it's yeah. they give it to you, um, you know, like one of the things is like the bumper conversions for the S30. If you are familiar with those, that's a huge pain in the tail for the longest time. They already figured it out. It's already done. And you just mm-hmm. got to go on there and purchase it. Again, um, it's that time of year. This is their huge, big sale, 50% off. Uh, that one guy chimed in and said, I'm going to get that center console for the VG powered 240Z. Dude, there you for go. Real. That yeah. center console is baller. And by the way, VG what? power. That's, that's, my, that's your avenue right there. That is my avenue right there. So. Yeah. What you did mention, though, too, um, what I like about Skillard is I am on their social media. And one of the things that I see pretty often, honestly, is that they do – they seem to release a new product pretty routinely. Uh, they're it, consistent. Yeah, always. And they're always exciting. Like Again, yeah. you know, just like we talked about for, like, Instagram and Facebook, it's always like I have to, like, check their feed because I don't want to be uh, not in the know on the new products that are dropping. So. Yeah. It, the the last one I just saw here was uh, aluminum inspection panels for the Datsun uh, yeah. Z. Yeah. Uh, you know, right there, you, the first generation Z. You've got that suicide do- uh, hood, and then you get the inspection panels on the left the hand or right hand side. Yeah. I think that's one of their most most recent developments. And I'm like, you know, those, awesome. those were kind of a, a weird scarcity thing. If you were an S30 guy for a while, they were kind of. If you were hunting for a good replacement piece, there yeah. wasn't a lot of options other than kind of hunting for like another version or, you know, finding like a carbon fiber one that was like, meh, kind of fit. Yeah. These ones that dropped are just, you know, they're they're cool and the options are vented. And I remember they were like selling out of them pretty fast. So, again, I'm assuming a sales date like this, a Black Friday. I mean, I would say put them on order, but yeah, you know, get your stuff in early. It's one of those companies that when their stuff sells out, they'll have it on back order, but you don't want to be waiting. So get it so you can have it by Christmas. <laughs> cool. Um, I'll go on to the next one. Um, so before I, I, what I was thinking about this next vendor <coughs> is 
it's very often it's very common when you think of black friday you think of aftermarket parts you've always got these improvements these upgrades the one thing i don't want people to forget about is that you can also find really good deals on oem nissan parts uh and one of the companies that are actually doing it uh is a company uh i believe they're uh, actually also off of the uh uh northwest uh area uh, i think it's in washington uh, NissanParts.cc, uh, and honestly, they they've got a pretty cool team of guys that have like these blogs uh, on YouTube, and you kind of get to know them a little bit based on um, their their blogs, and 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 uh, the specials seem pretty good. So that's who I wanted to promote here for this next one. Uh, got it right here, NissanParts.cc. Uh, if you go to their website, what you can find is let's find it here uh, i believe it's employee pricing essentially on everything site wide uh on on this um we've got uh there you go site wide no codes needed employee pricing all week uh and there you go there is somewhat mentioned of their their blog site on youtube uh Again, anything that you can find from an OEM perspective, this is where you can go to uh, figure this out. And uh, again, just don't forget about the necessities that you need for your car. It It's so easy. I see this way too many times, Miles, where somebody will have a certain amount of money and they are so dead set on getting some upgraded part or some body part. But meanwhile, you look underneath the car and it's leaking oil or it's it's got a misfire. It's like, don't neglect the basics. Get your maintenance where it needs to be before you start upgrading. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things that I can stress anyway. This is this is one site that could probably do it for you anyway. So, uh, yeah. Um, I've got – that's the last one. I think you got your last one, Miles. You down, you ready for that one? Yeah, I mean, this is more of a, a personal thing for me. Um, this is, I want to say, you know, part of what we do. I mean, you can always be a hardcore um, car enthusiast, and you know, you the forums are fading out. No new information is kind of getting there. Dare I say, refer to the ancient scrolls, um, as I like to say. You know, we forums are always you know, it's one day you'll kind of chime into an old forum that you fall back to for information and how to's. It may not be there because we as a group are not supporting forums and that historic information is slowly fading away and we're falling into the YouTube channel um, society where that information is is okay, but it's never in the detail that we're kind of looking for. It's always you know, maybe you're trying to hunt down a wiring issue, or, you know, maybe you want to modify, say, the way you have injector, uh, an, ex- an injector concern that's kind of going on. You're like, man, I really need to change out something for pulse and grounding. And you're like, forums had it. Now the forums are dead or that forum has dried up. And now you have to refer to YouTube and it's just a bunch of stance kids talking about how they cut their coils or, you know, it, it, it's the, the deep dive is just not there. So again, that's my little harp is going back and getting on the forums, but how do you kind of combat that? Well, unfortunately we have to take some accountability and part of being accountable is self-education. 
So this is why I kind of went to that big thing, uh, a big spiel about um, self-education is this is one of the best opportunities to pick up that education for uh, pennies on the dollar. And if you haven't heard about these guys, you probably need to also kind of check them out. And of course, I'm talking about HP Academy. Um, now, HP Academy, for those that don't know, is basically kind of the, the closest thing to like an online college course for tuning. But it kind of not necessarily goes over tuning, but it goes over just about everything that's out there. Um, when it comes to import tuning and serious racing, um, if you haven't checked out the website already, um, HP Academy, for the most part, covers everything, or at least giving you an education on just about everything that's motorsports related. Um, now, they have packages um, that are available. If you haven't checked out HP Academy already, um, they, I think their basic package when I bought into it years ago was something like $800. I bought into it on a black Friday and it was like 500 something dollars. And that gave me usually like a, a basic series of courses. Once you completed the courses, you could step into say like tuning and learning all the details. Now, do I know how to do all that verbatim? Like it's my business? No. But <laughs> what I love about it is at least when people talk to me about something or they're giving me insights, I can listen and I'm a little more versed in the lingo, the language, um, you know, cause this is a constantly evolving world that we live in. And then there's always innovations that are coming and changing that. What I love about HP Academy, it usually is pretty up on all the innovations that are that are happening mm -hmm. and all the changes that are coming around with it. Um, so again, I wanted to talk a little bit about, about their Black Friday option. Now, their Black Friday option is one of the best I've ever seen them do. Um, so this is a 77% discount on their starter package. Um, again, the best one I've ever seen. Um, I think their starter package right now is like a 20850. And they do classes where you can basically pay for your classes. And these are legitimately good classes. These aren't YouTube equivalent channels. You can check their, their YouTube stuff out. But I mean, if you really want to nerd out, you really want to get an education on learning stuff, dedicate yourself to doing this and dedicate yourself to buying these. Um, mm -hmm. I guarantee you're going to come away a stronger and more intelligent person for it. And you're going to learn a lot at the very least. It's going to pay dividends in that respect to be able to fix your own problems. Some of your own problems and maybe fix your friends again, keeping these cars on the street, you know, be your own hero. And you start <laughs> by, 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 uh, things like this, HP Academy. Um, you know, again, uh, uh, right now it's 20850 for their HPA starter package. Um, that gets you their EFI tuning fundamentals, mm -hmm. um, their practical tuning course, which is just an overall course. I've actually taken that understanding air fuel ratios. Mm -hmm. um, and then it gives you 24 months, 24 months of, of gold membership with them. And what I like about that is I'll occasionally get an email from them and like, Hey, there's been innovations in, um, EFI, um, you know, especially about a particular one, like, Hey, we're going to talk about hall tech. Boom. It's there. It's like, it's all, it's crazy stuff. It's like you're enrolling in a college, if you will. They have wiring starter packages, which I still need to start because I'm still scared of wiring. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a big wuss. Um, but they have wiring starter packages, $149 and you get wiring fundamentals, practic 
uh, practical wiring at the club level. Um, again, 24 months of gold. So you can kind of go whichever direction you want. Um, they've got engine building starter packages and their engine building uh, videos are stellar. I've watched, uh, that's where I kind of focused my energy mm-hmm. um, instead of going into other things that I need to figure out like wiring and brakes. <laughs> um, but it, there's so much content on there. But uh, their engine building fundamentals, practical engine building, and how to degree a cam properly, um, $149, the whole package. Um, so again, um, if you want to get into diesel tuning, uh, they got all that stuff. I mean, it doesn't stop. It, track day, if you want to learn, I mean, you're learning from a video, but race, uh, racing and driving fundamentals, um, you know, things that you can you can't quite pick up from like virtual sim racing, mm-hmm. or maybe you're the guy who's going to go into a novice race, or you're going to do your first day at like Nissan challenge. And you don't want to look like a fool. Everybody looks like a fool at their first uh, driving thing. <laughs> Just keep your ears open and your mind open, your eyes open and your mind open. But again, they have a fundamentals of, of uh, race driving. Um, that's available. Motorsports wheel alignment to teach you how to do that. That pays for itself in dividends. I, I took that course and it's highly recommended. Data analysis fundamentals for if you're a true nerd and you want to study every damn track and analytical piece like Mike over here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. <laughs> Learning how to corner weight a vehicle. Again, all available through HP Academy. Again, uh, I'm not going to harp too much on it, but if you don't know about it, I would recommend uh, stepping into it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they always downgrade courses to where they give you courses that were uh, a fee. Sometimes they'll say, you know what, we're going to make this course free. So Mm -hmm. between HP Academy and, um, and uh, everything that they drop as far as knowledge, Mm -hmm. uh, you want to get up on that stuff. And and they're great. Uh, I mean, they're Australian based co-hosts and we all know that the australians are just crazy for power and they're just crazy tuning guys um and i I just like i said i can't say enough about them um so if you haven't got on that i would i would get woke and get with the hp academy if you haven't checked that out so that's awesome man that's a good point i I can harp on those guys for a long time well, it's obvious you're a fan already. Like I said, you've 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 had the subscription before, so you know firsthand that it's well worth the cost. Anyway, yeah. of, of getting it, it kind of reminds me of like a like an a la carte um, kind of dive into some education. Essentially, like you mentioned, it's sort of so essentially like like a college course, um, very affordable, and you get to pick exactly which topics you want to focus on. So that's. That's pretty yeah, cool. you know what's funny is I, I've I've talked to people that have gone to like WyoTech and stuff, and mm-hmm. nothing and nothing wrong with those type of courses. You get a lot for your benefit, but sometimes it doesn't give you the opportunity to focus on some of the stuff that you want to nerd out on. Mm-hmm. HP Academy usually kind of fills that that need for for knowledge base. Um, the rest kind of comes with OJT, right? on job training kind of stuff, as it were. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I've heard that from a few guys. So I mean. That'll be my last promo for them. Again, we have no affiliation with these guys. It's just I always like to see people get stronger about the knowledge. And then, of course, a side benefit, it just keeps our cars getting cooler and the Nissan world getting stronger and the community getting stronger. So, yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Great, great. Good, good, good thing to share, man, for sure. 
Um, I will. Let's talk about good old. Wait, we got one more that we got to cover, which is one of our sponsors and a good friend of the show, uh, Z-Spec, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, this one will be the the last one we we share here uh, as far as promotion-wise, and that is Z-Spec Design. So uh, what Z-Spec Design is known for, for anybody who doesn't know, Essentially, they kind of began selling engine dress-up kits, hardware, fasteners of various kinds. And uh, they essentially began with the Z car. The, the, the people who started this company were diehard and still are very much diehard Z and, and Nissan fanatics. Uh, and they've since also branched out into other makes and models. So really, whether it's for your Z project or your daily driver, uh, Z spec design could probably get you something uh, accessory wise to to get you uh, something for your car. Uh, again, known for the dress up kits, they've then uh, expanded into accessories, uh, collectibles. You know, you got pins and, and other things, shift knobs, for example. Uh, and one one of the things that I like, which they've expanded into lately, is the reproduction plastic interior components. Um, Miles, I know. We, when it comes to the 300ZX, the Z32, the dash pods are always something that's sort of uh, yeah, known to just, fail. And, yeah. it's, it's a known crappy thing. Like when you step into buying a Z32, you're like, the yep. lumbar on that seat is going to be shot. And the, yep. you got a 50-50 chance of, of those gauge pods being broken. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so that's one thing that's really got on my radar. But also... Uh, even for the 350 guys, the uh, the, the driver side and passenger side, the door, uh, they have the the window switch, the the bezel that goes over those. They are known notorious for 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 scratching and and, and just typical wear and tear. Uh, Z spec design has reproduction uh, uh, parts. So and by, when I say reproduction too, it's essentially OE equivalent. With not without the OE costs of going to the dealership and trying to get these same parts, so there are savings, even just in itself, coming from Z-Spec Design. So uh, I'll share their site here. Again, it is ZSpecDesign.com. Uh, some of the things that you'll see as part of their Black Friday specials are uh, 15% off hardware and fasteners, 30% off uh, Z reproduction items. You've got 40% off shift knobs and up to their biggest discount, 50% off as on like holiday ornaments and various collectibles that you can look through. Um, not only will they have parts for the car that for your project, but if you are looking for something to hang on the tree or a uh, collectible of some sort, they typically tend to have something of that nature. Um, their site uh, has uh, the specials uh, you can go to and also uh, sales end uh, November 29th, so I think that's Wednesday, a week from now, is where you can go to to get more of a, more information. Yeah, it's funny. I always find when that I buy Z-Spec stuff, and this is year-round. I mean, because I know we know Chris Carl, who owns Z-Spec, and we've had him on the show many a times. As well. But it's yeah. funny. Every time that I do um, – that I place a Z-Spec order – I, I always, and this is all times of the year, I always have them hook me up with Christmas stuff. 
And it's like yeah. the middle of summer. And the reason why, it's just I stockpile it for, <laughs> for you. You get um, the off-season off ornaments uh, I get score. the off-season ornaments and, uh, you know, in summer. And then that way, when it comes to Christmas, I'm not – and I need to order something like for, you know, say we're going to have like the club Christmas party or, you yeah. know, maybe there's somebody that did a really nice favor for me sometime during the year and I'm just going to surprise them with something – it's going to be yeah. something Z-based or Nissan-based. Yeah. And uh, Z-Spec does a really good job with, like, yeah. ornaments or Christmas-based stuff. So for those that yeah. don't know and you're hunting for something and you're kind of tired of some of the Etsy stuff where the Hot Wheels are just glued to a piece of string for the tree, mm -hmm. Z some of the Z-Spec stuff is a little nicer. And, uh, you know, I will say this. Also, Z-Spec is all over Etsy, too, as well. So if you see the Etsy stuff oh. on there and it looks cool, Chances are it's Z-Spec that started it. So, <laughs> I, it's funny because it just, it, it's cool like that. Especially like the burnt image stuff on, yeah. uh, on some of their wood engravings, like for the tree and ornaments. Yeah. Uh, Chris came up with a lot of that stuff and it, it actually worked out pretty nice. He, he was one of the early guys to start that. So it's pretty cool stuff. So. That's pretty cool. The, 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 the item that I think of, and this is the item that I have on my, my 300 is the, um, for the timing covers on the VG, you have the grommets and, yeah. and the hardware to mount yeah, those. Front, that's those a, you got to have those. Yeah. They're notorious. That hardware is known for the rubber crumbles like when you tear it yeah. apart. It's like nobody ever replaces them. They always And it's like you have this beautiful engine, yeah. and then nobody pays attention to all the uh, the detail work with the, the nuts and the bolts, and then the grommets, yeah. you know? Yes, Yep, and valve cover grommets too. They're just so hard to find. Or sorry, the dealership offers them still, but they're so expensive. And then you can go to Z-Spec, grab these things at a fraction of the price, and then the timing cover bolts are stainless steel, so they they're nice and polished and new. Awesome. They look really good, and they're gonna last you essentially the life of the car. Um, you know what I liked? Yeah. I had the I have the wiper deletes because I you know it sounds crazy, but I delete the wipers on all my Z32s or customers' cars. They're like, oh, how do you look so streamlined? I always do that, and all I'm a slick top Z32 guy. But all you people with like your um, with your hatches, like your T-top hatches, everybody breaks that damn T-top hatch housing around it. I'm and right Chris, there. Chris came up with a replacement piece on it, and it looks good. Like it is really well done. The yeah. also, what do I have? I have their um, the center, like the big din. Um, yeah. I have it on there, and I have it on. Every single Z32 that I have, um, I absolutely Good touch love it. too. Yeah, actually, yeah. there's like a box of like two of them over there, and um, <laughs> I, I got one that I got to put in a customer's car, so to speak. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. But yeah, I, I love their stuff. They they fill in the void of all the stuff that you didn't know you need. Is the way I like when everybody asked me yeah. about Z spec stuff. I was like, just go on the website. You didn't know you need half the stuff until you go on there, and you're like, damn, I need that. I need that. Yep. I need that. So. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, let's check in here. Uh, Skillard, they jumped on with us here tonight. Hey. Yes, that's right, man. Glad you be part of the show. We did hopefully do a good job, guys. And again, we love you guys. <laughs> when we see him, we saw him. I saw him in California this summer uh, for, as part of ZCon. Um, and I, I know we hung out with him in California, uh, Colorado. Colorado. We went up yeah. to the uh, top of Pikes Peak with them. Yeah. So. Talk about a, a fun time doing that one too, you know? Yeah, well, next ZCon, we're definitely going to have to hang out and uh, catch up with some drinks. And uh, maybe we'll break something in the parking lot and, and fix it in a scramble again. That's like <laughs> fun to me. 
I mean, I can always be at a bar drinking a beer, but my fun mm-hmm. time is drinking a beer while we work on cars in the middle of in the middle of a parking lot with almost no light. That's where the party's at. Yeah. And I mean that seriously. That's just that's it's funny. You'll start collecting Z nerds in the middle of the night, and you can you can tell who the hardcores are by the people that kind of stay. And Chris, I'm I'm talking to you, Chris, if you're on with this here tonight. So I I think the uh, the one sound that you need to draw in the nerd of like doing stuff is just take a ratchet and just go. Just, just turn <laughs> the, the ratchet. ratchet. It's, yeah. like, it's like a, it's like a cricket noise, but it's yeah, like, huh? like opening up a can of tuna. Yeah. In a in a back alley, and you just and all the cats come. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. It. Oh, what's that? Someone's working on their car. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's a, the same thing. So yeah, uh, but it's funny. It's just it, and you know you'll get a bunch of guys. What's going on? And then next thing you know, like some guys like all right, and they're like. If the coveralls are coming out of the truck, and bam, yeah. and there you go. That's that's it's us. on. At that point, so, it's on. So yeah, it. we're on. It's a, we're we're engaged. That's it. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, but let's go. Okay, yeah. so we've talked about everything that you need for your car. Let's talk about uh, everything that you need to make your car better. Talking about Christmas tree ornaments, but let's just talk about like just straight like gift ideas for like another. Yeah nissan dork nerd or enthusiast because you know that's how it is like you and i we always buy something for each other or we you know vice versa between you me or ion or whatever Mm -hmm. um or we have friends or we go to like a club meeting or a club christmas party or something let's talk about just straight cool things to buy for the nissan enthusiasts in your life like what and what is weird let's go weird and I know you kind of, we were throwing this around for yeah. the better part of two weeks. We've been talking about what is the, like the, the ultimate, like weird thing that's out there now. Like, what are you into? Well, well, I mean, the, the, the most <clears throat> recent thing I could think of that was really been kind of gaining some steam is um, there have been some pajamas that are Nismo inspired pajamas where they've got, um, the colors, of course, and then you've got um, uh, the, the logos, Nismo logos on pajamas. So you're trying to go to bed. It's the holidays. A lot of times, right, with the cold weather, shoot, you'll wear pajamas all all damn day. Well, why not Nismo-inspired pajamas? And so uh, that is something that had just recently come out. And um, even uh, the Nissan uh, newsroom promoted it. There's actually a company called, I think, called Fast Asleep. It's a, an, I guess a, a, a artist or a business person, Daniel Patrick. He says he launches Nismo-inspired sleepwear in collaboration with Nissan. Um, here's the corny line here, of course. Uh, Top streetwear designer creates performance-focused sleepwear to better, to better handle your Zs. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that's actually that's a pretty cool line. Regardless of corny, that it is pretty, actually. It is. It is. It is. All right. So, let's see what these uh, magical um, gowns of uh, of slumber look like. Gotcha. Got? Gotcha. So you've got a robe, and then you've got the pajamas. So you've all got right, all right, all right. So you've got both. Um, pajamas seem rather baggy here. Uh, they seem they seem warm. I mean, they're wearing them as streetwear. Uh, granted, they're they call them sleepwear, but uh, you've got your common 
Nismo colors, the red, the blacks, the, the gray, or silver. Um, you've got the, the robe off here to the left. Uh, let's see what else we got. Of course, they're, the models are around the new Nismo uh, uh, Z. Can I just say one thing mm -hmm. about fashion? They never take into account us plus-size women. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, us plus-size dudes. And we are, let's call it what it is. I mean, most of us guys are going to be plus-size dudes as I like to call them a Texas medium, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're a bigger group. You know, we got the long or the side, the, the, the muffin top sticking off the top, you know, <laughs> occasional plumber crack. So, I mean, I can appreciate going baggy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, you know, I can appreciate that, well, but I'm just saying, can we not, can we just get a, a model that, that accentuates that lifestyle? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm okay. just saying. A little double yeah. chin in action. I mean, I double. can appreciate that. How about it? Uh, okay, how's yeah, your, how's your double chin? Can we can we do it? Uh, I got a I got a rock solid double chin. Oh, we're this in, chin, baby. This double chin will knock out your double chin in a street fight. Yeah. Hey, you can have it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, these, these these clothes are rather baggy, but if we modeled them, I'm pretty sure they'd be nice and snug. Uh, they look good. <laughs> they look good, though. Now. The, the only drawback that I see this, and this comes from the article, is that these sets of pajamas and robes, they're limited to just 50 pieces. So if you're really wanting a set of these things, first of all, it's about timing. I believe if you, there is a link on this, uh, this page to where you can go and, and, and purchase these. But you, the big problem is just getting them before they sell out, even though it, 250 bucks for pajamas is rather high in my opinion, but it's the limited thing that makes it so special uh, is what is kind of, it's kind of cool about these. I'm going to, um, all right, let's talk about, you're talking about limited. I'm hearing dollars. Yeah. How much? 250 bucks. Yeah, 200. Now that includes the robe. It's the pajamas and the robe. Um, I will say okay. the cool thing about it the though. Pajamas is that and the robe. Yeah, pajamas and the robe. So it's a whole set uh, at that point. Does it come with slippers? I don't think oh. these are Nismo slippers, Those though, as much as I would she like to. She brought it from home, yeah, for the photo <laughs> shoot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cool thing about these is that they come with pockets because I like to hold things when I go to sleep. So it's really, really, really convenient. So. Like your pills? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in my pajamas, uh, in the pocket of my pajamas, I carry a note that says go to sleep. That's the thing. <laughs> That's a constant <laughs> reminder that I need to go to sleep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, so uh, that is one thing that I wanted to share with you, Miles. Uh, and for those who are interested, again, we'll carry one the. One thing uh, that you've been eyeballing for, and and I'm gonna just tell you right now, Mike. I love you to death, but I'm not minding your damn pajamas. But uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I saw the Nismo logo. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I got maybe. you, man. If you're good, maybe Santa Claus. If I'm good. If I meet, if I meet my friend quota, whatever that is, my my KPIs, my friends. Your best KP, friend if, KPIs. if you have a high KPI, but right now, uh, <laughs> let's step into my office. You haven't been hitting your. Uh, your numbers this year. It's a deal. It's, so. All right. Well, sure thing, boss. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, that one guy <laughs> says, uh, it's Egyptian cotton. Is that what it is? <laughs> I like a high thread count in, uh, when I'm going with my uh, with my PJs. I wonder yeah. if that's a Shaq quote. No, uh, God, I'm such a movie nerd, but yeah. yeah. It's Egyptian cotton. 
anyway, nobody will know that reference whatsoever. Mm. Anyway, that's a new Shaft movie reference. Anyway. Mm. I'm gonna go away. All right, uh, meow meow meow. What else would I want in my world? Would I step into? You know, I've fallen in love with. Um, buying I'm, I'm a big nissan tin guy if you don't know what that like the the wall tins so i'm always buying like nissan um dealership signs um it's it's the only thing i kind of save a few bucks for but like the the signs are actually up at the nissan dealerships i buy those used all the time yeah. and then buying the old dealership tins like nissan authorized dealer or nissan, and it's hard to find them they're getting very scarce and then when you find them Sometimes they're like a 12 by 15 sign and mm-hmm. they just, they're beat up all to hell. And then some guy on eBay wants like 350 bucks for them. I'm like, yeah, I get bit. But, um, you know, the original signs that kind of came out, there were 10 are usually like the same equivalent garbage ones. You'd see like a truck stop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was always just like, meh. But I will say that I found a few of them available as of late as far as signs that are really well done. Um, This one um, is actually, and it says authorized Nissan service center. And it's, it's big, man. Like it's, it's, I remember it was like a a 15 inch or 12 or 15 inch tin Mm -hmm. and it's embossed. And it's, there's a big difference on these tins. Like you buy them and they're just like kind of thin and crappy. This one is, it's not quite porcelain, but it's like powder coated. Well, Mm-hmm. Um, and it's embossed and I bought this one and I have it in the garage. And if you're a good boy, I'm not going to buy you the, the robe, but I mean, I might buy you this if you're nice to me. Uh, <laughs> but I highly recommend this one. I found it on eBay mm-hmm. and it was like, I think it's going for like 40 something bucks or something, which is pretty standard price. Pretty affordable. Yeah. But it, but it was like, it was, it had some good girth. Wait, hmm? we'll just call wait. it wait. We'll just call it wait. <laughs> And it just had some good weight to it. But I mean, I fell in love with the sign and I bought it. And I was just like, it's one of those things that I liked when I saw it. Um, Mm -hmm. You can find it through eBay. And then um, the other thing was um, a thing that I couldn't kind of live without was this big old sucker was a Datsun lighted sign. And it, it is big. It doesn't look like it's big, but this sucker is wide. And uh, they make them for both the Nismo and the Datsun logos. And I found that through eBay. It cost me at the time like a Bill 20. Okay. Um, and it came. It was professionally well done, well lit. It wasn't like some garbage Chinese stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was available through uh, eBay. And I'd recommend that too. So if you've got somebody in your life and you're looking for around the price point, about 40, 50 bucks, first sign. If you yeah. got somebody in your life and they were nice to you this year and maybe they gave you... I don't know, a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> this Dotson sign is maybe where you want to party at. That's the Nismo. Yeah, yeah, I guess it went up a little bit, 168. But right. Um, but yeah, right. I've got both these, and I, I recommend them. I, I normally wouldn't give just a, a, a you know a shout out to anything, but you know as mm-hmm. far as these stuff. But this is actually a good sign. I, I it looks the part. It's not genuine Dotson mm-hmm. or Nissan stuff, but it it fools a lot of people that step into my garage. Yeah, it's a nice touch, man. I mean, it's illuminated. Uh, I mean, the price is. I mean, we, again, you can when you consider the size that it is, uh, it's it's not pretty good price. Um, 
Uh, you've yeah. got the Datsun and the Nissan. Yeah. So you have your choices, honestly. Yeah, they do. I mean, the, some of these are newer, and then they, they do other manufacturers. But I saw the Nismo sign, the original Nissan hamburger, and then the Datsun logo. I bought the um, the, the Datsun logo one. That's the one okay. I have in the garage. And I, I like it. I, I could see me getting the other ones. But considering, you know, you try to buy the Nissan signs that are like 400 to $600, it's like at a fraction. And it still does the part. It still takes up the space and it looks good. So just throwing it out there. If you got that person in your life and you want something cool in the shop. Mm-hmm. So throwing it out there. Nice, nice. Man. While we're on the topic of eBay, it, I did have something that if anybody's looking for an actual – uh, gifts for a fellow enthusiast that not only um, you know, is a nice thought, but it is, I mean, it, I think no matter what it is, it has a rarity. When you start thinking of vintage Nissan things in general, I mean, you're, you're looking at things that you, it's not like you're going to Amazon, you know, you're actually putting some thought and doing some searching. I think that's part of what makes some of these gifts so nice uh, when you think about it. But yeah, if you go to eBay, just type in Nissan Vintage, and you'll find some pretty cool things uh, at various prices, huge ranges. Uh, so really, you get, you get to kind of pick and choose whatever you like to do. Um, I have it up here right now. So, I mean, you've got you these vintage say. Nissan hats. What do you got? Like what do you got? Nissan? Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I got. It's funny. It's a, it's almost that hat right there. It was 100 bucks. Yep. I got this sucker right here. See what 20, I mean? I think I bought it at like 22 bucks. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. So. And, and the cool part about these is that a, a lot of the, for example, the shirts and the hats is that they could have been promotional for a particular race that Nissan was sponsoring like in the 80s or 90s, so long ago. It just depends on who, you know, and, and this this offering, it, it just always changes. It just depends on what's 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 up there, you know. Yeah. Um, you've got pins, keychains, collectibles. And some of these things really are probably as old as I mean, as old as you or me, Miles. Honestly, uh, and I think you know, vintage is a thing when you look at fashion. Even uh, yeah, like it, it, you yeah. know, we'll say this: like when you're hunting for somebody, like, and they're a true hardcore Datsun Nissan enthusiast, and you're trying yeah. to hunt for them, you can always do the whole buy them Hot Wheels or buy them blah blah blah, but. A hardcore enthusiast sometimes wants some of this kind of stuff, like yeah. the hardcore stuff to find. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, like stuff like that. I mean, stuff like that's just kind of cool to have if you're if you'll rock it. So yeah, you know, two cents. This is a classic example right here, though. You've got a uh, what they're calling Nissan Car Factory Plant Varsity Style Jacket uh, Blue. You're getting someone who essentially worked at the Nissan at one of these Nissan factories received a promotional jacket. Maybe there was some sort of milestone within the company. And it's pretty common that, yeah, the employees will receive some sort of trinket or gift in this case, a jacket. Well, you know, years and years later, well, maybe there's not a need to have it anymore. And they want to pass it on to a fellow enthusiast. Boom. You're getting a one limited edition jacket. And, and, and you can find things that are local too. I mean, we found a lot of things that related to Texas yeah, or I've San been Antonio. An eBay, eBay uh, undercutter. <laughs> I wouldn't say undercutter, but like I've been an eBay sniper for a really long time. And yeah. uh, I will say that like my search functions are usually like Nissan employee, Nissan yeah. plants, uh, um, uh. Nissan. You don't go. You can go a little like Nissan Datsun Infinity Vintage. 
and find some pretty cool stuff. But um, yeah, you just type in like Nissan or Datsun Rare and then change it to clothing or whatever else you want. But there's a lot of like really weird stuff in there or like vintage lots. And you'll just get like some guys trying to get rid of like nine of his old Nissan shirts that he has. And mm -hmm. you're like, yoink, I'll take that. And uh, I bought in coveralls like that. I have like a couple like actually plant coveralls that say Nissan on the back. Uh, one of them has a Nissan diesel. And it's like my prized possession is actually my favorite pair. Those are like the new stuff, but like this is the new stuff though. But you're right, vintage, vintage esque, but it is not indeed. Yeah, exactly. It is not actually vintage. Yeah, there's like a diesel one that's like it comes up every once in a while. That's the that's where the baller's at. So uh, anyway, racing team technician, the old Cobra. Nissan Motorsport stuff. Um, that's pretty yeah. cool if you can find that old stuff from the '90s and stuff. So anyway, but. Um, we won't, but my point is, um, there is eBay stuff out there. If you get enough advance, I mean, you're at the time now where you got enough time to buy this stuff now, get it in before that, and that'll blow yeah. their mind. Or some yeah. of the stuff that we mentioned. Just best of luck looking out there for your um, your Nissan enthusiast that's in your life. But uh, yeah, I hope we try to cover as much weird, random, oddball stuff that we could for this episode. I got one more, and we'll, we'll go ahead and put the kibosh on it, man. Got Books, one more. Magazines. It was pretty cool. Yes. So I was actually, again, part of the search. It really got my attention. I'm actually very, very interested in it. Uh, there is a recent book that has just been released related to the Nissan GTR. And no, this uh, book, it's plentiful. You can find it online, including Amazon. Pretty good price, twenty five bucks That's as a paperback. We're talking a book called Cult of GTR, hmm. and it says here that this is a story of the people. Uh, of course, they're talking about at the time when the R thirty two Skyline GTR, R thirty three, R thirty four were uh, still less uh, younger than twenty five years old, and that was really a time where, when if you wanted to import some of these cars into the U.S., either you did it very you did it in illegitimate ways according to the federal government and so you're essentially smuggling this car into the states and essentially these this book is an accounting a true story they're saying of crime obsession and one of the world's most coveted cars uh these are the people that wanted the gtr uh regardless and essentially people who invaded authorities uh, tangled with regulators and navigated uh, the sticky web of federal importing laws to sneak their favorite car into the country. So again, this book, Cult of GTR, uh, Frank K. Zumalan is the Ryan author. K. Zumalan. Is that it? Ryan, what did I say? Uh, say Frank, Ryan. Did I say Frank? My... Ryan K. Zubal. It goes by Frank. <laughs> That's his nickname. I know him on a personal basis. His friend, yeah, he's a cool guy. Not, yeah, right. <laughs> um, this seems like a really cool book, though. If for the GTR lover in your it's life, a good this price. might be one of the books. Twenty-four ninety-nine. That's oh bad. yeah, and it's on Amazon, so you can get it in Prime. I think. How cool? How convenient is that? Yeah. That's pretty. It'll be cool. here ten minutes after you order it. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. Cool, so. You see what I mean? So. It's a cool. it's a pretty cool thing, man. Yeah. So so that wraps up the uh, gift guide uh, of uh, of the show, and we hope that we've given you something that you can kind of consider and potentially buy for yourself or for a fellow enthusiast. You know, a lot of Z clubs around the country are having the uh, white elephant special. You know, when they do the holiday dinners, the holiday yeah. club meets. Hey, this might be a this might be a gift idea for that. You know. 
So, yeah, so yeah, that's pretty good. Well, I'm pretty happy with this event. Uh, you know, the coverage and everything. I mean, we've covered quite a bit. We've talked about, you know, the car guy consumerism for damn near two hours. So I'm pretty, yeah. happy. I felt like we filled the notched or checked the box. So uh, let's I call agree. it what it is. So um, that's going to conclude our episode here. Number 76, the black Friday episode, if you will, we hope you all enjoyed it. We hope you've got a lot of information. We hope you're going to spend a lot of money. That, uh, <laughs> go broke. <laughs> go broke, you know, make it yeah. rain. So, uh, yeah, uh, for those that are still following us, uh, just make sure, as always, you like, share, subscribe um, with us. Uh, You can contact us at uh, Instagram um, or you can check everything out with the show at the YouTube channel that we have. Um, Or if you need to email us something, just make sure you send that in to info at NissanNerd.com. If you have anything about a business, anything about a personal interest story or something that's happening in your community that is Nissan, Dotson, or Infinity related, send it to us. And we'll definitely make sure that we can promote that or help out in any way that we can because that is our job. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so we want to say to you guys, Happy Thanksgiving. Be sure to uh, uh, I, we, take a moment. We, What's that? Well, who are we thankful for? We didn't even talk about what we're thankful for. Jesus Christ. Two oh, man. What are you thankful uh, for, Mike? I'm thankful uh, for our fans. You know, we're at this two years now, and it's been a, a lot of work, mostly by me. We're going and, on four. We're going on four. Yeah. <laughs> Good, good I'm thankful that you always remind me of proper dates and proper information. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Going on, uh, we're going on, uh, you know, six years I, now. And it's, uh... Yeah. I, I, what I like about it is, sorry, what I'm thankful for, especially when it comes to the podcast, is, yes, being able to go to a car meet or an event, uh, uh, a Nissan event. And being able to meet people who like the show, it does kind of whenever it, things get kind of bogged down with the show, you know, this is that motivation to do it uh, for our friends. We actually have made a, a lot of really good friends because of this podcast, so I'm very much thankful for that. And then uh, also, it, it to me it becomes every every two weeks, you know, when we do this show, it becomes a personal project just to stay current, just to to have fun and do it's like a project every two weeks to kind of share uh or, or or do research onto what's the latest nissan thing so it helps keep ourselves i hope relevant or uh up to date with what's happening in the nissan world so i really appreciate that stuff you know yeah yeah me too yeah i i would say i'm thankful for our fans um you know i'm thankful for the time that we get to when we actually have a communal time where both of us can get together and go to an event. I'm always thankful for those times because honestly, those are some of the best times I ever have when I'm with uh, my buddies um, or I get a chance to kind of just hang out with people that are fans of the show or fans of the community. Not even necessarily, even if you hate our show, I still want to hang out with you <laughs> and, and still just talk cars. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's what we're, we're doing. Here for. This you know, is just here. a parking lot. This is a virtual parking lot. It's all. It's a virtual parking lot. We're just here to support the brand, be it Datsun, Nissan, or Infinity as a whole. We're just here to support our little corner of the lunchroom, our cool table, and that's just <laughs> all I really ever care about. I'm, we're we're very brand loyal in this world and very loyal to our community base um, here. So again, I want to thank um, everybody that is a Nissan enthusiast and holds the flag up in your neck of the woods. 
um, we appreciate you and we're thankful for you. Uh, if you support us, great. But we want to say thank you for at least holding up the banner. And yes. Doing that. So. There's, it's, again, so many people doing it. We're appreciative. Keep it up. And uh, as long as you will, we will. That's how I see it, man. And, and buddy, I'll say what, tell you what, man. This is, podcast is always a good time for me to hang out with you, man, because I enjoy hanging out with you, man. So I'm true. thankful for you, buddy, for sure. I'm thankful for you too, man. Uh, like I said, I, you know, not going to get all feelers about it, but <laughs> so, uh, Sam, speaking of feelers. But, uh, feelers. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, somebody asked if, the, if there were any pages stuck together right? uh, the comment though I don't know if that's a... all the pages all my magazines are stuck together whether they're Nissan old uh, uh, JDM books everything yeah, yeah. That's too much I figured we, we passed the two hour mark we're getting into the, the late part of the show so this is the, that this was, is the it was okay part of the show yeah definitely so alright yeah, well, let's do it, man. Again, this is the Confi, guys. Uh, let's let's send off. Um, again, happy Thanksgiving. And our next show should be here. It, again, our shows are typically on Thursday. It's being Wednesday just because Thursday is Thanksgiving, though. But uh, December 7th uh, should be our next uh, show. Uh, that's Pearl Harbor Day, actually. The day that will... Never mind. That's a different show. That's a different podcast. It's a different podcast altogether. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's go into it, guys, again. Join us if you got it. Goodbye, guys. There you go. <sighs> Clink. All right. All right, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. Well, get in your garage. Make something cool. I always like you better when you're in your garage. Uh, Furman, I'm talking to you. Get, get, get back to work. Make something cool. Get ready for that track day. So. Damn right. Cool, man. See you guys. (laughs) Bye. Next time.